it's about getting into schools and talking to young people because you know I, I know that people can change uh, and, it, and it's about talking to people and getting them to understand and perhaps step back from violence and, and prejudice and whatever and we just need to work together and keep on the good fight there absolutely Hey there guys, we are ecstatically happy to announce that we are associated with the Sophie Lancaster Foundation. The times are changing and with the unfortunate death of Sophie, those changes have made a massive impact for the future. If Sophie was with us still today, I can guarantee what you are doing will still be reaching so many lives of young teenagers, young adults and those who wish to be as different as possible. So thank you very much. To find out more about this incredible foundation and all the work they do, and more importantly, how you can help, head on over to www.sophielancasterfoundation.com. Hey, honey bunny, it's Rivka Reyes. This is Ron Wasserman, the nut that wrote Go Go Power Rangers. I'm Noel McNeil, and once upon a time, I was a bear in a big blue house. It's Rab himself. Paul Rugg, the voice of Freakazoid, and you're listening to the Chronicles of Podcast with Tom and Jamie. Hada! What's going on, guys? It's, uh, it's the Chronicles of Podcast, the 64th edition. Yes, I will get my hands up if you just give me a second, okay? Every single time we do this, and, you know, you just never know. Hi, guys, it's Chronicles of Podcast. See, you just never know when those hands are coming. It's 64th edition. Jamie, I do believe that these are the Chronicles right here, these Chronicles right here, the ones that are surrounding us right now, uh, are the Chronicles of Raised by Owls. You are damn skippy, sir. Lovely stuff. Uh, good interview. You're going to enjoy this my loves. Don't you worry about it. Um, Jamie, I'm going to get in the passenger side. What? Am I driving you? You want to take it? Oh, you're definitely just strapping because I don't have a license. Let's go! Hey, Hey, I'm Sam from the extreme comedic rubbish metal band Raised by Owls, and you're watching Chronicles of Podcast with Jamie and Tom. Yeah! Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 64th edition of the Chronicles of Podcast. And these are the Chronicles of Raised by Owls. It is I, the bearded brummy Jamie, and joining me, as always, as always, this handsome fellow over here. It's the Scotsman Tom. Um, I'm trying to work out what your these. I'm, I, every week now, I try to work out what your these is, and I was like, I thought I got it, and then at the last bit, I was like, Do I? I thought this was quite what obvious was this week. What was it? Bring me to life by Evanescence. Ah, of course it is. Yeah, when you did the second <laughs> bit, and I was like, I swear I know what that is. <laughs> and when you did the third bit, I was like, No, <laughs> no, I, no, I, I'm deviating now. Where, where else am I going? Which path am I taking now? Um, so no, it's good. Uh, obviously, because as we will get to in the catch-up, obviously you saw them last night. So yes, yes, um, I, was, I felt I felt inspired as I was watching them do that song. I was like, I know what my the song is tomorrow night. <laughs> <laughs> but Jamie, as always, I never I never really know how to begin these shows. Every now and again, obviously, I like to come up with something really 
interestingly, weirdly funny at the same time. Do you know what I mean? I try to try and keep those listeners like going, oh, that's quite an interesting topic. So what I want to know this week, Jamie, is what would you really risk for a biscuit? Ooh. How would you know what biscuit will be available when taking said risk? Do you get to choose said biscuit? Or is it depending on risk level on what sort of level biscuit you'll get at? So is a really high intense risk like daredevil risk, a chocolate hobnob? And it's like saying fuck to your mum, like a, a nice or a shortbread. Do you know what I mean? Or, or the pinwheel thing. Do you know what I mean? Like just what real risk and what real, what's the risk to biscuit ratio is what I'm trying to find out. I know what you mean here, because if I was to do something death defying and really like put my life on the line and someone's to go, here you go, have a ginger nut, I'd be so pissed off because I fucking hate ginger nut biscuits. Uh, I can't eat my own kind. Um, but <laughs> it's like... <laughs> Yeah, I, uh, ginger's never really been a thing. I don't know if it's because I am one. Well, we are one. And just, you know, that's probably why we don't eat them. Um, but I can't eat my own kind. I like to, you know, keep the race alive sort of thing. So if it's ginger, I won't touch it. Um, whether it be biscuits, you know, the root vegetable uh, yeah. or the person. Um, so <laughs> it's just, <laughs> but so everyone always says that they'd risk it for a biscuit, but would you actually, and if you were to, were to do so, what biscuit would you want to risk it for? But do you get to choose the biscuit that you're risking it for? Or is there a, a biscuit hierarchy? It needs to, there's got to be a system to this if there isn't already, because like you say, as I said before, if I eat it, if I do the thing and I get a biscuit I don't like, I'm not going to be happy. And also how many biscuits do you get? Because I'm, I'm not doing this death defined thing for one bourbon or something. Well, that's what, that's what I'm saying, but you're risking it for a biscuit. So there's, there's no plural here. There's no it's biscuits. True. It's just um, one biscuit. I don't think it's worth it then. No. Nah. Unless it's a big fuck-off biscuit. It was like, you yeah. could have to do it all for this giant bourbon cream. I'll be like, all right, I'll think about it. Me and Karis literally just delved into our Christmas chocolate. Um, and I'm regretting it massively because we had a box of Maltesers that was like gigantic. It's like, oh, we'll eat a few. And uh, when I put the box in the recycling, I was like, fuck me. I feel very sick right now. <laughs> As we both do. So she's gone for a lie down and I'm here recording. That's you running off for a risky poo in a bit. Oh, I was just like, I was just sat on the sofa after we we had, we had, a, we had a kid's tea. Love a kid's tea. Oh, what did you um, have a kid's tea? I love kid's teas. I had a burger. Yeah. But then because only one burger, I had a couple of sausages with beans and chips. <laughs> <laughs> and then Keris had um, turkey unicorns. Like it. Um, with uh, beans and chips, <laughs> love it. Yeah. So, do you know, do you know what would have made that slightly better if the beans had sausages in as well? But I already had sausages at the side, so oh, they true. are great that's though. That's, that's, oh, but the sausages out of beans and sausages tins always taste so much different to actual <laughs> sausages. So oh, it's no. like, are they actually sausages, or they just got the beans and gone? We'll make a super bean, and it's made, <laughs> and they go, oh, actually, it doesn't look like a sausage. Ah, genius. Oh, my mind was blown in Asda the other day. I saw spaghetti hoops of sausages. Never seen that before. They've been around for ages. I've never seen them. I need to get... Is it a Branston life. brand? I think uh, I think there's a Heinz one. I have no idea. I just saw it and was like, I fucking need this. I, sw- I swear that's been around because I was I literally just about to say that as well. So <laughs> I'm sure they've been around for a while, but oh, maybe. Uh, it's not really something you look out for. So that's probably why not you really don't realize know. that so, they exist. Yeah, no. Can't say I do. Um, beans and sausages, no. Yeah, but we're now going to go and buy all the chocolate again. <laughs> I've eaten one of her nephew's Santas. Uh, <laughs> we've had a box of Maltesers, and I think we had there's a terry chocolate orange that was in there. 
Uh, it's just dangerous, isn't it? It's so dangerous. Um, yeah, I but, try not to buy the Christmas chocolate until like just before, or I'll hide it upstairs, hidden away with the presents, so I know not to touch it. I mean, we've got an issue with the fact that our flat, our flat is so small, it's hard to hide things in here. Um, so we're going to go and do the rebuy, but for the rebuy in December, we're just going to leave it. We've, bought, we've got loads of frozen food already, ready for Christmas and stuff, like because we're not the most uh, well-off of people, shall we say? Um, so we're trying to stock up now so that we've got it, so when Christmas comes, we can go, oh, look all the shit we've got, hooray! Yeah, that's what we're doing. We brought some cranberry sauce and mint sauce the other day ready for Christmas. No, no, no. What? The two worst, in my opinion, the two worst sauces. Um, I love mint sauce. Obviously, with, with me talking to you now going, like, fucking, I watch about sauce for and you go, actually, yeah, do you know what? I'll go and smash them and do, do, do a bit of them right now. <laughs> I didn't realise they tasted like shit. God. <laughs> Which brings me to my next point. Um... I really, really can't stand it when people tell you it's too early to put your tree up. It's too early to have Christmas songs on. Is it? Oh, it's because you've said so that I probably shouldn't be doing this. Am I going to get leprosy when I wake up in the morning? Like, is something going to happen to me? Am I going to lose all my fingers? And people love a love a jive, don't they? What the fuck are you doing that for? It's fucking November. Okay. Do you want to go and tell the supermarkets to stop putting the Christmas on in September then, do you? Like, is that what you want to go and do? Oh, it's fucking... What have you got all this Christmas shit up for? It's fucking September, you prick. So, I mean, wait, I for all, wait for all the Easter shit in January. Do you want to have a complaint about that then? When all the Easter shit's out in January? Like, fuck off. To be fair, I do complain about that. But only in jest. Like, people do what the fuck you like. It's your life. They don't want to tell you what to do. But I will have a moan about it. But like I say, in jest. Not in serious. Was, she was having a bit of a shit weekend. And I know how happy I should buy the tree. And I went, do you know what, love? Put the tree up. It's going to make you happy. Put, put the fucking tree up. I want to see that smile on your face. She put the fucking tree up. It's right here next to me, all right? She was fucking the happiest person I've ever seen in my life. And it made my heart warm and my balls tingly. <laughs> all right? And a proper jingle balls down here. Right? <laughs> ding, 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 ding. <laughs> this is how happy you make me, love. Ding, 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 yeah. ding, ding, ding. <laughs> Dashing through the cum. Then I insert you. <laughs> you know, that's how Santa has sex. When Santa's thrusting away, it's like chin, 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 chin. <laughs> ho, 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 I don't want to think of Santa having sex. It's all right, it's not real. There's only um, one way I want to think of Santa emptying his sack. Thank you very much. Ah, thank you. <laughs> That's just the sound of his balls hitting your mum's chin. No. No, very... <laughs> I saw mommy sucking <gasps> Santa Claus. Um... Sucking yeah, Santa <laughs> off. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah that's hate that's that song. That used to be one of my favourite jokes at school. Like, because obviously, for some reason, then your mum jokes were the biggest thing going in school oh, for some weird ass fucking fair. reason. And everyone used to do this. I was like, what the fuck are you doing? It's like, oh, it's just like my ball taking your mum's tin. And I was just really, <laughs> really fucking funny. Um, <laughs> have you not? And I was just like, dude, like, at least give us some, you know, leave us some dignity. Fucking hell. It's like, you didn't pay her last night. So she's pretty fucking livid. Um, yeah. <laughs> You know, people swing, if people used to insult with those sort of jokes, I'd be like, all right, well, she's pissed off, mate. Do you want to make sure you come back tonight? And they'd be like, what? I did the same thing. Mama. I, 
I was getting bullied relentlessly for comments about my mom, and my mom just went, just turn around to the next time they say it and say, yeah. And she said, you were fucking shit and you got a tiny dick. And I was like, yes, mom, the comebacks. Yeah. There's always, there's a comeback to everything, Jay. There's literally a comeback to everything. Oh, yes. But my final piece that I'd like to get onto before we get into the catch up is, have you seen these videos that are going around at the moment? Like, this video is insane. And trick shots and all that sort of crap. Have you seen any of this? Oh, yeah. I think I know what you're referring to, yeah. So, like, there's one with, like, loads of pans all the way down. And, and he's, like, dropping a pin by one goes, like, hits every pan and goes into a little cup at the end. Like, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And, like, there's a, a dart in the, in the bullseye and it's got a little ball on the end. And he's, like, throwing a cup to land on the bullseye from, like, the sofa and stuff like that. Anyway, these start to really piss me off because... They're called trick shots, or this video is insane. Now, I thought the concept of a trick shot was to do it in one. Yes. So yes. That's what I thought the whole point of this video is amazing. And you go, why am I still watching this 45 seconds to a minute later when he's done his, like, 15th attempt? I mean, they're this impressive nonetheless, but, yeah, it's not a trick shot if it's 500 attempts. It's just yeah, a lot of right, patience. It's just like, what you're still going? This isn't really that exciting. It's like that weird craze where people have got their phone chargers and taped them over a table, and they stand at the other end of the table and slide their phone down to connect onto the charger. Have you seen that? No, I've seen that. That sounds fun, though. But again, six. Number seven. Try eight. Like, it's <laughs> it's not, you know, like, right, okay. Again, I don't know why the fuck I'm still watching this. they're they're entertaining but yeah they're complete bullshit I remember watching one it was a man in a room and in the other room there was a Wii the Nintendo console not like a part of it and he was throwing discs in the crack in between the door hitting the back of something and then it rebounded into the Wii there must have been a hundred discs on the floor all around him I was like how long have you sat trying this also just put it in if you I'd be bored but (laughs) I, I, I want to play this game, but I, I, but I don't want to play this game. I want to play a game before I play the game. I want to see if I can throw this disc through a crack of a door to bounce off a sofa to bounce into the Wii. Like, no, 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 no. We will play Wii bowling, Johnny, but you just got to wait, all right? Uh, Daddy needs to throw this through the crack of the door for no fucking reason whatsoever. Oh, I'm, oh, I'm so excited to play Wii bowling, but let me make it a bit more exciting first. Like, <laughs> fuck off. You finally start playing Wii bowling again. I think I actually enjoyed throwing the discs through the door a little bit more than this. To be yeah. What's he trying? What's he do? Like swing the controller on his head like a microphone, thinking he's a singer, like trying to bowl, like, and then go like standing backwards to the TV and then bowling under his legs. Like, piss <laughs> off. I, d- I don't. I think I don't know if I'm getting cynical in my old age, Jamie. I'm not entirely I don't sure. Don't think what there's it is. any doubt about that. To be honest with you. But like, just play shit normally. Yeah. It, it's not even exci- It's not even like funny or exciting. It's just like, what are you doing? I'm pretty sure the crack of a door is not to throw discs through. No, I don't even know what the... It's just for the door to open and close, I suppose. But oh, yeah, again, totally. the people sliding the phone down, like, just put it on charge. <laughs> Who are you trying to impress with that? Who's who's getting wet or hard over that? They're basically just trying to get social media followers. That's what we're doing wrong. That's how we need to get more followers. So we need to go on TCO pod and we need to basically strap our um, charges to tables and slide our phones down yeah. whilst using another phone to record said event and be there for a good 30 to f- minutes to about an hour or, f- or two. 
We'll make it um, podcast related. We'll line up the USB charger for our, for our microphones and slide the computer into the USB. Thing. Yeah, because that's going to absolutely slide down the fucking table, isn't it? I mean, this big ass fucking snowball thing right here. It's gonna. What's going to do? It's going to roll down. It's going to roll down the fucking table, um, and then it, and then it's very very slowly. It's just going to like tap. It's not going to go in because there's no force there. It's just going to roll. But like I, I, I kind of did it. I kind of did it. <laughs> Huh? Trick shot! This video is fucking incredible. See this video right now. It's got five thousand two hundred and forty-six views in four years. <laughs> I, Jesus Christ! It is uh, going back to the conversation where with Tom stayed. Tom stayed two. The interview we did, where we talked about inst- people want to be on Instagram, be influencers and YouTube influencers and shit like that. No, get a real job. Be a real person. It's like when we talk about Logan Paul in WWE. It's like, oh, but, you know, it's because they're trying to reach out to that sort of crowd now because people are just so into their phones and technology and YouTube and influence this sort of shit. So it's the way they reach out. Stop it. Stop it. No. I don't get it. There must be something to it because everyone, it's like ridiculously popular in the whole world. But me personally, I, I don't get it. If you're going to start putting YouTube people in there, put random normal people in there. Put a dr- truck driver in. Everyone has access to it. You don't need to be special to get on YouTube. Hell, fuck it, we're on YouTube. You don't need to be that special. Exactly. Everyone's got to start somewhere, Jamie. I'm, I'm not shitting on Logan Paul in any way, shape, or form. You know, like I said about the match last week, it is good. It was all right. So Bad Bunny is way fucking better, and he's a rapper. So, you know, um, I just don't understand. The, but that's me. And I'm 35. I'm, I'm, I'm 35 and a half. Um, and here I am bitching about younger people doing things because they've got 34 million followers. So you've not really done anything. You've just basically got people to watch you. And now all of a sudden you're someone because of doing that. Um, it's like the jungle with Matt Hancock. I'm not even going to go into it. I'm not even going to go into it, but that's definitely a plant. Oh, that is that, such a plant. It's like, a plant it's, to sell his fucking book, the dickhead. Apparently, rumours have it, he's on Celebrity SAS as well, who does wins. Rumour has it. I don't know if that's true or not, Um, but we'll see. Um, But I am enjoying The Jungle. It is one of the only reality shows that I do actually quite enjoy, and Chris Moles and Babatunde are fucking fantastic on it, So and Mike Tyndall. Becky watches it. I know. Not my thing. I quite like it. Oh, it's fair. It's fair. It's not for everybody. I think we need to get out of the whole realm of, like, what do you watch that for? It's fucking shit. Cool. Don't watch it then. (laughs) It's just not my thing. I'll play with my phone while she's playing it. Oh, I'm not. I'm. I'm. You're. You're an exception. I'm not having a go. I'm just I'm about the people that slag you off for doing this, that, and the other. Fuck off. By the way, you need to watch Daddy because my God, the past three episodes have been fucking amazing. Oh, yeah, I um, that ages. Oh, it's the finale this weekend, I think. But um, he just did the British monarchy, Jamie, and I'm like, <sighs> okay, yeah, I need to watch it. <laughs> it's really good, and my God, I've never hated the royals more than I already did. So you know, there we are. Um, it's fucking fantastic. We don't need them anymore. Anyway, how are you doing, Jay? You okay? I'm very good. I've had a busy few days, so I'm yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Quite tired though. You do love those high pitched noises, don't you? I do. I don't know why. I always have. There. Oh yeah, that's why we work so well together. Anyway, <laughs> how are you? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm really good. I'm, I am absolutely knackered, but that's just for other reasons other than obviously not working and stuff. There's been a lot going on, uh, put it that way. Um, yeah, just been, I've not really left the house. It's great. 
Uh, that's good anyway. It's absolutely wonderful. I suppose, yeah. This all, all this working from home malark. Just talking to a lot of French people. Um, <laughs> so, Jamie. Yes, sir. Uh, Colin, how has your week been? And fill me in. What's been going on? My week's been quite... I say it's been busy. Um, I've mostly reanimated. That's pretty much all I've done all week. Since we recorded... I'm so happy you said that. <laughs> since we recorded last... Yesterday is my first day off. Like, I've just literally just non-stop re-added. Are you on them horrible shifts, aren't you? Yeah, and I'm on 210, so it's like I don't really get a lot of my daytime. So, yeah, just... But I've been doing the promotion that I've got coming up at the start on the 28th. I've been pretty much doing that role already, so it's quite mind-exhausting learning it all. But I'm looking forward to it. I got my official confirmation email today to say, like, congratulations, the role is yours, blah, 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 blah. Official start date, so... Boom. Because I haven't actually said anything on social media because I didn't want to until I got that. So now I can be like, guess what, motherfuckers? Um, yeah, amazing. Yeah. Um, other than that, we've been getting the bathroom, down, the downstairs bathroom renovated. That started this week. So we've had a new window put in, a new sink put in. We've got to get a new toilet put in and then we'll paint and decorate and all do that funny stuff. I'm trying to convince Becky to let me do a dinosaur-themed bathroom. Don't know if I'll do it, but I'm going to try don't know why I got the idea in my head for a dinosaur themed bathroom and now I want it. Okay. Why not? Dinosaurs are awesome. Because if you want to sell it on, people can decorate. I'm not going to stick like fucking T Rex heads out of the wall or anything. Just decorate it. It'd be cool. Get a dinosaur holding your bug roll. Be wicked. Anyway, I'm childish. Leave me alone. Um, <laughs> uh, I went to the doctors about my cough because I don't know if you've noticed I have not stopped for the past four weeks, it feels like, with this bloody cough. So they seem to think I've got some infections. So I've got to do some wonderful nasal sprays. Yay. That's all good fun. But I was actually just impressed that I actually took myself to the doctors because I never do that. I, I, I hate going to the doctors. <laughs> Surprised they fucking saw you. <laughs> well, yeah. T- it took me a little while to get that sorted. 24 uh, phone calls later. Yeah, pretty much. Um, and then last night was an incredible evening. I went on down to the Utilia. Utility, utility, utility. I don't know what the fuck is called. The arena in Birmingham um, for the Worlds Collide tour to see Evanescence and Within Temptation, and it was fucking awesome. Like, I'm not overly familiar with Evanescence stuff. I know the hits, like everyone bloody knows, but they were superb. They were the first band on, and they were well. There was a support band, but I didn't really see them. Um, but no, Evanescence are absolutely amazing. Amy Lee has still got a cracking voice. Like they did My Immortal, which is a song I was never that bothered about, but the atmosphere in the crowd was just stunning. Like everyone with their phone lights, because you know that's what it is now instead of lighters. And just everyone singing along. It's just this beautiful, oh, amazing atmosphere. Um and yeah, they were just absolutely phenomenal. They were so good. And then within Temptation afterwards, I knew every single Within Temptation song they played. I didn't realise I knew that much of their stuff. There we go. But they were absolutely phenomenal as well. Such a great stage show and everything like that. But it it was awesome for me because Evanescence is Claire's favourite band. And Within Temptation is Becky's like joint first favourite band. So Claire was there as well, but I wasn't with her. She was in the stands. But when Evanescence are on, I was looking over and there she's like dancing, singing a high, looking like she's loving life, happy as Larry. I was like, there she is. She's my besties, loving life. I love it. Great to see. And then Vin Temptation come on, and I get the exact same reaction out of the wife. She's like, every single song. She's like, fucking happy as a giddy child that they're playing this song, singing a heart out. I was like, 
this is great. I like this, seeing everyone so happy. And of course, I had to sing along doing my operatic high pitch voice, just embarrassing everyone, which is always great fun. But no, that was absolutely phenomenal. So anyone that can go see this World's Collide tour, go see it because it is so good. Like all the songs were bang on. I just, the only problem I thought was that Evanescence didn't really play that much of their old stuff. I think it's because they're basically going, we've got a new album out now. It's been out for three years. Go listen to that. These are the songs off that. Go listen to that. It's really good. I'm really proud of it. So, and it did make me want to go listen to their new album. So I will go do that because they were phenomenal. And then what else have we done? Today, I had a very proud father moment to my boy, my eldest Harrison. He's got his first ever proper job working in a pub in a kitchen. And then I messaged him earlier and I went, by the way, you're going to be working with Damo. <laughs> Which did make me like, oh God. <laughs> Which did make me laugh. And he also had, um, Joe had an email from his tutor at college saying, oh, he's doing really well and he's really proud of him and he's such a well polite young man. I was like, oh my boy. Great proud dad day today. And yeah, today as well, I went and spent the morning with Claire. We went and got breakfast. We had a walk around, went, went and looked in the Lego shop, sticking our heads in the Santa statue. They got a big Lego Santa where you stick your face in, so it looks like your Lego Santa. Just okay. It. Hurt your back because it's designed for children, so you've got to nil like really low down. Um, <laughs> had a walk around and we got some breakfast and just chilled for a bit. And then I went to go see the kids and then hung around with Lena was and for a bit. I'm Grammar and Sam, which was good fun. Sam's not feeling too good. He wasn't at school, so he was just monging, feeling sorry for himself. And then Lena was showing me all the stuff that she wants for Christmas. That kid will be a mini goth, and I couldn't be any prouder. She showed me the things she wants. Like, I want this medieval dress. I want these giant platform knee-high goth boots. And I, and I want this choker. And I was like, I'm giving it, I'm giving it a couple of months before you say you want to dye your hair black. I could just see it coming. She yeah, she wants to see Harry Styles. Eyes. She loves Harry Styles, but she loves Billie Eilish. She loves Kiss. She has such a diverse music taste. I love it, but I, it's happening. I can just sense. I can just sense that change is coming. As soon as the eyeliner comes out, we know where we're going. But no, it was great. And then here we are. Ta-da! Lovely. I thought I'd let you talk, Jamie, because I, I realised that I talked a lot at the beginning. So I thought. I was going to sit back and let you go to your heart's content. Just bringing you up to date with my week. But no, it's been a good week. And then next week, I've got another gig coming up. So yeah, lots of live music. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, who's here next week? I'm seeing Nightwish next week. <laughs> so Jesus all Christ. the female vocals in my face. <laughs> all the high-pitched operatic female vocals in my face, apparently. But, yeah. There we are. How about you, sir? What have you been up to? Uh, well, Rihanna and Jamie, really, more than anything else. Um, I have I haven't left this this bench that I'm sat on. I haven't really moved from here. Um, the I beautiful thing is, though, it's like so nice to be able to just be like, "All right, work's done." Oh, the sofa's <laughs> there. It's it's lush. I can't stress to you how wonderful it is to not have to travel an hour to get to work, work nine hours all day to then travel another hour and a half back, then be like, "I am." F- Fucking knackered. Yeah. Um, it really took it out of me. So this has been an absolute dream. Just been like, yes, lovely. Working, 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 working. Ah, I think I'll make a cup of tea. I think I'll have a shit. I think that, you know what I mean? It's just like my lunch times have basically been eating and watching TV for an hour. It's fucking awesome. 
Um, I had some really good news from work today. They're, they told me that this job is built for me, that they reckon I'll be, if I just keep going the way I'm going, I'll be up there. Um, no, no. So that made me really happy. Um, like, I think I found my calling. I love it. Um, so I'll touch wood now. And we'll, for now, we'll just, you know, but yeah, really enjoying it and just talk to a lot of French people, like I said. Um I'm I'm hosting a French boardroom at the end of the month, um, so yeah, so I'm trying to uh, get that ready. And I've got a week and a half left, and I'm shitting a brick. I was so they're throwing you into doing that uh, quick, aren't they? Yeah, it's it's cool though. It's the best way to do it. Um, oh, yeah. And I had on my on phone training today, so I'm now allowed to go ahead and use the phone. So I'll be ringing some French people tomorrow. So that should be interesting. Um, uh, bonjour. So. Yes, so it's good. Rennering has been wonderful. Uh, at the weekend, we looked after one of Keris's nephews. He was desperate to come over, apparently. Um, <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. We need, to get this, we need to get him out from under our feet. <laughs> he was here all day. Uh, we went to town, but he literally just sat and played games all day on his iPad and on Keris's phone. That's literally all he did oh. all day. Uh, and then telling me how great I am at a Sonic. At Sonic, As he is five, uh, but he was just telling me how great I am at Sonic, and continually told me how great I am at Sonic, and that I could beat Eggman. I was like, it's definitely Robotnik. He's like, no, it's Eggman. I was like, it's definitely Doctor Robotnik. Um, Eggman, no, it's not changed his name. Child, and I don't give a shit. It's Doctor Robotnik. Oh, anyway, Robotnik. Yeah. Um, so we did that Saturday. Uh, what was Saturday night? I feel like something happened Saturday evening. But I can't remember for the life of me what it was. So never mind. Um, Sunday was a big day. Sunday was Scotland versus New Zealand in the rugby. Yes, it was, yes. Sunday was about to become one of the greatest days of my life. That ended <laughs> up being not one of the greatest days of my life. We, Jamie, we dominant, we went 14 nil down in 10 minutes. And I was like, oh, oh fuck, here we go. <laughs> Here we go then, boys. Let's get absolutely destroyed. Um, and then we end up bringing it back. And we end up being in the lead for like most of the game. And then with 10 minutes to go, they absolutely had a man binned for the rest of the game and we were done. That's it. Game over. Um, oh. I thought we were going to beat them. They've gone the greatest teams in the world. We've never beaten them. And I was like, we're going to beat them today. We're going to act. And it was, I was screaming the flat down. I was losing my shit. Keris was trying to sleep. And I was like, you can't sleep during this. This is fucking amazing. I was literally, but it, but because I was getting so excited and shouting, she started joining in, and yeah, it was amazing. Contagious. Was Watching awesome. you watch sports is contagious as fuck. I've always said it. Yeah, it was, she was literally. She started going, God, God. And I was, I was there going, fucking run! And I was losing my shit. <laughs> I decided if the Steelers ever make it to the Super Bowl, I want to be there and watch it with you. Yeah, that ain't gonna happen. We did win the weekend. We did win it the weekend. Ooh, I'm actually ooh. quite shocked. Yeah, we beat New Orleans. Sorry, Ori. Uh, we beat the Saints, but um, yeah, it's, it's nowhere near. What's exciting is the New York teams are doing really fucking well, and I'm going to be there the day after the Super Bowl. So I'm like, ooh. are the Giants, the Jets, going to make? Uh, you know, that would be amazing. They play each other. The Jets won't get there. The Giants, though. Could you imagine New York versus New York in the Super Bowl? That'd be quite amazing, actually. Well, Buffalo are doing really well. 
So it could be the Giants and the and Buffalo Bills because obviously they're still new two New York teams. So we'll see. It's getting really exciting now, though. It's getting really, really exciting. So I'm quite looking forward to it. The Dolphins playing really well. The Chiefs are playing really well. So it's like, oh, it's ex- I love the NFL so much. Um, but what, but what Karis is loving is that when she when the Super Bowl arrives, we're going to be in London ready to go to New York. So she she's like, when's the Super Bowl coming? Um, so she's like, carried out. That's like okay, eight, Eighty-eight days, I think. Uh, something like that. Something like that, yeah. Um, other than that, my friend, Rhiannon, I've actually, this is going to blow your tiny little mind, I'm up to date with WWE. Oh, I am on Raw of this week. <laughs> Bloody hell, you are up to date? I can't believe it. I actually can't believe it. AEW, I'm on last week, but WWE, I'm on Raw of this Monday, just gone. So I'm impressed. I just realised I didn't actually say what I watched this week, which I normally do. Go ahead. Well, not not a lot because I'll be working. But yesterday I was feeling sorry for myself, and you know when you just want to watch a feel good movie because you feel like shit and feeling sorry for yourself. So I put on Bedazzled, the Brendan Fraser film. You ever seen it? Okay, we've made nope. to deal with the devil. It's just it's just got like little funny skits in it with Brendan Fraser, so it, it was funny. I've, I haven't seen it in years. I've just like to put that on. Um, finished season four, ready to start season five of The Crown, and yeah, the Royals dicks. <laughs> That whole establishment is fucked. And I am on season two, episode 18, of what I am pretty much going to agree with you is one of the greatest fucking programs of all time. My God, is this season incredible. Fuck me. Every fucking time it gets... You think the season's about to end, and you know, oh no, I'm only halfway through the day. I was like... But... Moment of silence for George Mason. What a fucking hero. What a hero. Oh, it's the, oh, it's the so scene good. with his the scene with his son. Yeah. It's fucking it's horrific. Yep. <laughs> and then obviously Jack talking to Kim on the phone is like, oh my god, is uh, yeah. You when I turned it that. off earlier was when Tony tells her that he's still alive and that oh. George went down with it, and I was like, oh. But I think, oh yeah, how has he not fucking let her know that he's alive? But I suppose he has got a lot on his plate. We, we can forgive him. We can forgive him. And I was like, oh, there's shit going on with the president. And I'm like, oh my God. Oh, it's just too good. Armor. Too Armor. good. What? what a hero. Oh, oh, it's so good. Yeah, I'm just so close how now. Much you, how much do you hate Sherry? <laughs> oh, she's a fucking dick. I hated her in the first season, let alone in this one. Oh. But Mike came oh. back. I liked Mike in the first season, so I was quite happy Mike came back. But he's looking like he's turned into a bit of a dick. And all I'm like, you leave President Palmer alone. He knows what he's doing. I ain't saying shit. No. You were for a wild ride, though. Oh! <laughs> and I know I've only got like, what says there's like five and a half episodes left this season. So I'm like, come on. Jamie, you've got seven seasons to go oh, after this. <laughs> you lucky fuck. <laughs> you've watched them all twice. I think I've watched more about seven or eight times. Oh, even more than. So yeah, I'm absolutely it's fucking loving it. Loving it. Good. I'm so Good. pleased. 24 is one of the greatest, is, is probably the best TV show ever made. Um, by, the, by the way, I just realised, remember to ask you, on Disney Plus, there's another 24 series? Oh, oh Legacy. Called, is it Legacy or something like that? Yeah. Yeah, don't touch it. Is it shit? I didn't know what it was. I haven't seen it. It's a spin-off. It was meant to be like the next big thing and it bombed. So oh, really, okay. Maybe I won't bother. Yeah. 
Um, when did that come out? After season eight, that came out. Oh, okay. I also um, need to find out when I need to watch the movies because I imagine they fit in with the storyline. There's one movie and it's after season six. After season, I thought it was two movies. But it's not on Disney+. Plus. No, I'll find that elsewhere then. <laughs> um, and it's got Robert Carlyle in it. So it's, yeah, which is interesting. Um, yeah, so yes. sorry. I'm on. I'm on the finale. Sorry, I'm on the finale of Dharma. Um, but Braden spoiled the end for me anyway. So he told me last night. He went, oh, I won't tell. No, actually, I will. It's not a spoiler. And I told me the end. And I was like, that's. But then, is it a spoiler because it's a serial killer? Everybody knows the story, so it's like, yeah. is that? But then it's like a program made about his life, and then things, and they're going to make more of them. Um, so I was a bit like, oh, thanks for that. I'm not going to tell you because obviously Keris wants to watch it properly. So in case this yeah. is before we watch it. Um, so yeah, it's one of those things. Final Space, I've been, I've won the last two episodes and I don't want to finish it. I really <laughs> don't want to finish it. That series three has been fucking amazing. It's so good. I just, every episode is just, it's like, it's like the 24, but a cartoon version. <laughs> like, just like my heart can't take it. Um, uh, only 20 minute episodes. I just, Catch up with that. I've completely forgot about that team mentioned last week. Yeah, I've not I've not watched any more of the boys or anything like that. I need to probably catch up. But uh last night I did have a sessions with the man himself from Stay Cozy Clothing. Uh we did have a good laugh and just uh brought her right fucking around there, buddy. And he told me that he's really keen to get him back on. Ooh, okay. So I've said when the new album comes out yeah. next year, yes, you will. I was gonna say when the album's out, we're getting back on. So yeah, but talking of Braden Barry and uh, yeah. Stay Cozy Clothing, I think we should uh, we should definitely hear from them. I think we definitely should. All right, is this thing on? Well, howdy doody, everybody. This is Braden Barry from Say We Can Fly, founder of Stay Cozy Clothing, your one-stop shop for the coziest, most fashionable hoodies, t-shirts, and more. Gorsh, Mickey. That's right, folks. And we're proud to say that we are now sponsoring The Chronicles of Podcast. Ouch. Hosted by Tom and Jamie. <laughs> like, you can get 10% off, man. That's right, Shaggy. Just use the special code, The Chronicles, at checkout. Oh, boy. Oh. That advert. Great. Never get old. Yeah. Uh, there's obviously a 30% off uh, November sale right now. So make sure you get on down to Stay Cozy Clothing. There's not a lot left. Uh, not and uh, not in many sizes. So get in there now. Get in there right now and get your thirty percent off right before the new line drops. Ooh, I'm excited for new lines. Uh, but yeah, and use your code temp- uh, the Chronicles to get yourselves ten percent off. Jamie, yes sir. Bring him in. It's time for Callum's treatments. <laughs> oh baby. <laughs> Callum will be able to tell you in Callum's Treachings. It's cereal soup. Ooh. Well, I come in a 40-minute introduction, don't we? <laughs> it's been 40 minutes, Jesus Christ. Yes, that's a, that's a long-ass show, this one. Strap <laughs> yourselves in, boys and girls. <laughs> You've just made Callum's Treachings, and it's already the afternoon. Um, so I said, <laughs> Like, bloody hell, I got up 15 hours ago. We're still going. Are you two fuckers still talking? Yeah, we do. We do. Uh, the thing is, though, t- the couple of the guys that I work with, I gave them some. They saw that I'm a podcaster on LinkedIn because we do a lot of our work on LinkedIn. And they're like, oh, you're a podcaster. 
And then they were chatting amongst themselves, like, oh, they were talking about podcasts. They like, like, oh, I do, I, I really like long ones. And I was like, ah, what? Well, <laughs> so happens. I've got something right here for you. Here's two cards. So uh, enjoy. They're about two and a half hours long ago. So enjoy them. If you like a long one, I've got one here for you, sir. Sex jokes. We're men. Sex jokes. Sex jokes. Sex jokes. Sex jokes. Dick size. Anyway. <laughs> He talks about length, penis, penis, right? Yeah, so it's really fucking long, yeah? I took it to be sock. Ha, 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 ha. Oh, it does my head in. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Damien, <laughs> it's time for another edition of Callum's Treachings. And I do believe, I do declare, I do declare, the boy has spoiled us this oh, week. And he's has. delivering four treachings this week. So let's get into the Croxy Croxy Deliciousy part, shall we? Jamie, what is Callum treating us this week? There's foods that we eat with a fork and a plate, a fork and a bowl, a spoon and a bowl, but there's nothing that I can think of that needs a spoon and a plate. Is there not? It's got to be something. I know some weird-ass people use a spoon with spaghetti, and it's like, but they use the fork to twist it onto the spoon, don't they, to then eat it, and like, why are you doing that for your weirdo? And plus, he's just on a plate. And a spoon. That's it. No fork. Some people eat cake with a spoon. Yeah. I don't know why, fucking weirdos. You use a fork with your hands. No, I use a fork for that. Yeah, I use a fork, but I have seen people use spoon for cakes. Spoons for cake, rather. Oh my god. That, I can't I, think of nothing. Yeah, well, <laughs> the dead air here, guys, is because <laughs> me and Jamie are trying to think of exactly what a spoon and a plate would be used for. What would you eat with a spoon on a plate? Get your thinker caps on. 30 seconds, start now. Ding, 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 ding. ding. Um, <laughs> I should actually put the counter clock in. It's fucking hilarious. Uh, I literally can't think of anything. There's got. There's literally got to be a moment where we'll catch them out eventually. It's got to be. So I mean, every time, like, really, Callum? <sighs> oh, yeah, you are right, yeah. You'll watch. We'll get into bed later. Oh, not together. And then we'll just wake up in the middle of the night like, fuck, it's this! There's got to be something. There's got to be something. If you could think of anything, all of you people that never reply to us, if you could think of something (laughs) that involves a spoon and a plate, hit us up on the socials at TCO Pod. That isn't cake, fucking weirdos. Yeah, yeah, but the thing is now, for the rest of this show, we might be spat out of going. (laughs) Sorry, Jamie, what did you say? I was trying to think of why I use a spoon on a plate. Uh, I don't think of anything. No, neither can I. So we'll just keep moving on. We'll keep yeah. this country rolling here, boys. What else is Callum treating us? Uh, what's that word again? What go. was that word? Yeah. You started playing it as well before I even said anything. I did. Buy this it. week. Every once in a while, deep beneath the landfill, a bubble from bubble wrap finally pops under extreme pressure. <laughs> The thing is, right, hang on, right? But will it? Because nobody leaves Bob Raps unpopped. If you leave Bob Raps unpopped, you are an absolute animal. You're a heathen, quite frankly. Why would you not want to? I mean, he, I mean, he is right, and that's fucking amazing. <laughs> I love that. Could you imagine someone that's like actually sorting the landfill out as well, and out of nowhere, they think they're getting shot at? Especially some like the really big fucking ones. Yeah. Holy shit. What, what the fuck? What the fuck was that? Say, <laughs> come on, we're being fired at. One shot, Johnny. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Exactly. Get, get, get cracking. <laughs> we'll get back to the prison soon. <laughs> I mean, we were careful about fireworks, but fuck me. If you're not, popping all your, if you're not popping all your fucking bubble wrap, you need to pop it all because, you know, some people could be suffering out on them landfill sites. I get more of a kick out of doing popping bubble wrap than I do out of fireworks as well anyway. So it's fine. I always find it as well when you when you order the item, you're like, bubble. And you don't give a shit about the item for at least an hour. And then you're so excited, and you're just like, this is amazing. Does Amazon realise how much happier they can make people if they put bubble wrap in there instead of that weird fucking paper stuff? Come on, just give people their bubble wrap. Jesus Christ. I like the really big fucking ones as well. They're great. But I've noticed that, like, you sort of evolved, don't you, box-wise. Kids and animals love the box. And when you become an adult, you love what's inside it. She's like so packaging. To say, and we're still not talking about the item that you ordered. We're at packaging no. now. <laughs> yeah, you're happy because the kids got the box and you've got the bubble wrap. Perfect. You're not wrong because my mom used to love bubble wrap. Like I've known that woman to just buy some bubble wrap because she wants to play with it. Like the woman loves bubble wrap. So she talks to snails. I was waiting for this. Yes, yes. My mom's a bit weird. And now she buys her. Mind you, do you know what I think I really want to do again? I think I want to go and buy some PVA. PVA glue. Just put it on my hands. Peel. Oh. I, like, I feel like PVA glue of the 90s peeled better than modern stuff, though. Yeah, I used to do it in DT at school. Yeah, I don't think it peels as well as it used to. Does it not? When I've built stuff with the kid and I've got PVA glue in my hand, it's just not as satisfying anymore. I've let her finally grown up. Nah. You know nah. that one. You. I don't fucking think so. <laughs> I don't Jesus think Christ. so. Come on. Hell will fucking freeze over first. <laughs> Pigs will fly. Well, so man. the Simpsons will actually end on TV. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I love that show, but my days, there's got to be a point where it's got to stop. Surely. I thought it was ending soon. No, oh, I thought it was. Anyway. We digress. Before we, we move, move on. on and digress, before we do that, can we just have a moment, people, to just say how wonderful Callum's moustache is? Is he doing Movember? I actually haven't seen the videos. He's doing Movember, and it is a glorious moustache. So not only is he built like an absolute fucking tank with the world's largest quads, he's yep. now honing a tash. Yep. That guy, he's going to be in Palmer before he knows it. <laughs> um, Were those treaches... <laughs> The, the, but the thing is, his tree trunks will cover the camera. <laughs> All right, and talk about his legs. All right. Sex All jokes. Right. Sex Dick jokes. Joke. Sex jokes. Dick, Dick size. Anyway. <laughs> Wood. Um, yeah. Stiffy. Anyway, brilliant word. Fucking brilliant word. Um, we're still 13. And fine. Uh, no, not finally. Jamie, no. what else is Callum treating us this week? You can't go into a store and buy clothes if you don't already own clothes. It's <laughs> <laughs> the stupidest but greatest reach ever. Because <laughs> you're right, sir. Do you reckon anyone's ever done that? What size are you? I don't know. What do you, you mean? Can't... Well, I'm not fucking wearing anything. I don't know what size I am. I've never had clothes before. 
the tragedy. The security guard. You can't come in here with no clothes on. Well, how am I supposed to get clothes then? <laughs> could you help? Could you help me, uh, Mike? Mike, could could you could, Mike? Can you help? Can I hide behind you? So it means that anyone see my ass, it's fine. Ass seems to be like the PG version, doesn't it? And it's like eighteen around the front. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's like like side cocks like 15 you know what I mean and then as soon as you get full frontal it's 18 <laughs> and if you can see if you can see like ball sack on the tip that's a 12 <laughs> side cock <laughs> I don't know why that's amused me so much <laughs> oh Christ side boob Side boob's 12, but if you get a nip in there, it's 15, and then in full frontal 18. There. I don't why, know why that amuses me so much. Why a side cock amuse me so much? I don't know. <laughs> Did you get your cum returned to, by the way, or not? No, I've never sent it back. Could you imagine if it's like, like, it's like, you know, they can't use it over the go, better send it back. We don't need this anymore. Yeah. Address not found. <laughs> Oh. It's really damp. Um, <laughs> it's got its own eco. What's that noise? It's got its own ecosystem in there. Um, it's lots anyway. of little knees. <laughs> I want to make a dinosaur toilet for some reason. Um, <laughs> it turns out what they're dancing is called. Like, it's like. Like spit shit at you, right? Which is spit semen. Um, <laughs> anyway, 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 anyway. Sex jokes, sex jokes. Um, yes, uh, yeah. But having no clothes going to a clothes shop—that is fucking fantastic. That is so fantastic. I love. That. I think we should move on, Jamie. I think we should just leave that. Should. We don't need to touch that anymore. We should just leave that where it is and just leave that in all its gloriousness. Yeah, exactly. That. That is genius. And finally, Jamie, what is Callum treating us this week? We put an awful lot of trust into oven mitts. <laughs> yeah, we really yeah, do. We do. But I've oh. always found that sometimes that when you actually use said of a mitt, it still feels quite fucking hot. Um, and that's when you lose all faith in said of a mitt and need to change over. But yeah, I mean, you put your hand into 240 degrees of inferno. It's like, but the thing is, you don't even think about it. It's like, we're going in, boys. No, I was about to say, you don't even think in the slightest thing. You just put it on, grab it out. I'm like, this could end really badly if you don't think it through. Well, Karis is even more fucking mental because she goes for a tea towel. I do that. Why? Like, you're insane. Know. And I the other girls are right there, and you still go for the fucking tea towel. Yeah, I do that. Becky's always like, we have oven mitts. Why are you using a tea towel? I don't. I think I could just grip better. I don't know what it is. I don't know. Do you also, when you, after using the hob, do, we have one of them hobs that's, like, flat, so you just, like, turn it on and turn it off. Oh, yeah, we then put one. stuff on top of it when it's already been on, and then things melt to it? No, I've not done that. I'm not that stupid. Yeah, well... <laughs> <laughs> I feel like someone is. Are you listening, sweetheart? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, how many, how many plastic spoons have you gone through? 
We don't have luck about fucking Garney. No, that's all right. Uh, it's when the plates go on there, you're like, uh, hang on. <laughs> They've been in the kiln once, love. They don't need to be cooked again. Why does this taste like nuclear? Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> but we do put a lot of faith in other mitts. And but it's mental to think that, because sometimes I'll just go for it. Mm. Hands going in. Like, I, I won't even bother. You ever played that game? What, you put your hands like, in? And the, yeah, where it's like, um, you know, those electric shock things where you, you, when you bring the thing over and you can't actually touch the metal. Oh. <laughs> it's like that when you put your hands to the other, it's like, I will just budge this over a little bit. I won't get for, but then for some reason, you always put your hand to the top and then it's like, yeah, every time say, your hand touches the shelf above or something. Ah! And it's get, yeah, and literally one, two seconds, it's gone. Your hand's gone. You're like, yeah. oh shit. <laughs> um, so anyway. <laughs> Some great treatings. Great. That was an incredible Phenomenal. week of treatings. Incredible week. Phenomenal. I love that. That's, you can't own clothes to go to a clothes shop. It's just that's peak. top tier. I love that. That's fucking peak, mate. Peak treats, that is. Fucking peak. No, shit. Oh, I don't fucking know anymore. I'm not even going to try and get involved. That was a grade A star. That those treatings right there, phenomenal. A fucking star, Callum. Boom, there you go. Have a bit of that. You passed your exams. Well done. But it's always it's a bit like fuck because I know how to follow. It's time yeah. for Tom's journal. And welcome to another edition of Tom's journal. Oh, I, so, do. I do love this journal of yours. Well, I appreciate you. Um, I'm going to start off with uh, something Kara said to me yesterday, which made me gra- which made me just so happy in my heart. Um, as you know, I announced yesterday on the old social medias that the Chronicles of Podcast have been invited to over to Ireland to host a red carpet event. Sadly, there's only one of us going. Jamie can't make it due to the fact that he's got prior family engagements and he will be sorely missed. But uh, literally in a month's time, on the 15th of December, I'll be flying out to Dublin uh, to host the Dublin Crust private screening with Baz Black. It's going to be fucking amazing. Uh, There's going to be some podcasts made. There's going to be like a documentary made. It's going to be unbelievable, uh, ready for our YouTube uh, and for you all to enjoy. So you don't miss a piece of the Tasty Pod action. Make sure you follow us on the socials. But... This is what Kara said to me when we were planning uh, the second day after the event uh, before we fly home, because one of our friends lives out there, so um, who should have done calendar with? Mental, I know. Anyway, so she went, well, Ireland definitely an hour ahead of us, aren't they? Or is it behind? They're, well, wait, they're an hour something anyway, aren't they? Are they? No, Jamie. I think so. The was, same time yeah, zone as us. they were. It's like they're right next to us. Why would they have a different That's, time zone? Say, Islander ahead. Def, Islander definitely aren't ahead because <laughs> they'd be towards Europe, whereas they're actually behind, near closer to America, which is behind us. Um, so if you know your geography, that's how it works uh, and time zones. But they're definitely in the exact same time zone as we are. Yeah, I thought they were. I was going to say, I know yeah. I am terrible at geography, but I mean, even I knew that. Granted, I doubt myself because I'm that terrible at geography, but... I just love her so much. That's all I can say. I just love her so much when she comes up with these absolutely amazing things. The Luxembourg <laughs> one always been my favourite, though. Anyway. I oh, never did learn any Luxembourgish. 
let's get into the old Janel, shall we? Ooh, and we start off with, I can't wait to read that one out. Um, oh, I've still got the old ones. Right, whoops, there we are. So, when on Zoom, when you thought, Jamie, you went mute, fart, unmute, but you were actually muted already, so you went unmute, fart, mute, and all they heard on the call was silence, a fart, and then silence again. <laughs> That's something that would probably happen to me. Do you think? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I agree. I actually agree with yeah. you. Because it's happened before. I've, I've muted it so I could fart during an interview so many times. So one day I'm going to fuck up. Well, this entry of the journal, right, actually made me so happy. And I think, and hopefully you'll catch on as to why. So everybody seems to love Joe Rogan. They do. Yeah. I, I don't get, I don't fucking get it. But this entry of the journal proves to me that he's a fucking idiot. <laughs> okay. Right? Okay. I want to be the next Joe Rogan. Why? Why do you? Don't be, be the next anybody. Be the next you. Be the first you. Yeah. yeah. Joe Rogan. Hamburgers are so good. But I'm trying to eat less pork. Guest. Um, hamburgers are made of beef. Joe Rogan. Ham is from pork. It says ham in hamburger. Guest. It's definitely beef, Joe. Definitely. Joe Rogan. That's not what I've heard. Jamie, look, that's not what I've heard. Jamie, look that up. Jamie, it, it's beef, Joe. Guest, it's definitely beef. Joe, okay, but can we really trust hamburger makers and butchers and grocery stores when the word ham is in hamburger and ham means pork? Joe Rogan fans, this is why I like him. He is good at thinking. He's a fucking idiot. I mean, I can kind of get the logic of ham is pork. I could, I could kind of understand why it's, it's an all up, new but, kind of stupid, is what it is. But just admit you're wrong, mate. Don't say you don't trust everyone because of the world. Just say, oh, we got it wrong. Dick. Yeah. Fucking idiot. So, Jamie, do you remember in primary school, uh, you'd be playing, you'd be playing chasing, and someone would ask, and after they could play too, and you'd be like, Sorry, mate, it's not really my game. You'll have to ask Hannah. Yes. <laughs> I remember that. Oh, my God. That unlocked a memory. Fucking hell. <laughs> when someone makes a game up and then they come and ask somebody that didn't make the game up, you go, no, yep. no, 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 you've got to ask the person inside. The- I can't decide. I'm not the owner of the game. But you've got to do that, otherwise the rules will just go wild. Anyone can get involved. Exactly. Then. You've got to have someone in charge of the game. I agree. Yes, that did unlock a memory for me. Mostly because it was, can I play? No, you can't, Jamie. Fuck off. (laughs) You're still playing Bulldogs. Bulldogs is always fun. What was Bulldogs now? Where people in the middle and you had lines either side and you had to run past, like run to the other side. And if you got tagged, you would then a Bulldog in the middle. And then people, and then it just is great. So much fun. That was it. So, Jamie, why can't authors just use said huh intoned Erin vocally <laughs> sorry that was a strange thing to ask Erwin generated sonically from his speech organs <laughs> generated sonically from his speech organs <laughs> that is amazing I thought it was fantastic that, that is fucking brilliant but yeah why do authors do that like I'm trying to read Game of Thrones and I'm really struggling because George R. R. Martin just makes every one word about six. It was like, 
the black pointy-eared feline. I was like, so the cat. Yeah, I don't get it. Just I don't say get the why fucking you... cat, George. Like, don't get it. You're gonna. Love... This is a Jamie entry right oh, here. Oh, I love a Jamie entry. Uh, maybe if you were silly enough, you would get to meet my inner goose. But you're not. <laughs> oh, you silly goose. I'm going to throw in a Braden entry. A Braden entry? Oh, bra- okay. Braden sent me a photo, which I literally was crying, crying, Jamie, for a good 30 minutes. All right. Okay. I'm going to read it out to you now, and you're going to love it. And it's great. And it's fantastic. Oh, okay. I like the guest spots in the journal. So he sent me a photo of a guy playing a guitar and made an album out of him. Okay? So the man is called Roy Conch. The album is all aboard the Wonk Wagon. All right? Featuring hit songs such as <laughs> Stubby as Hell, Happy Pepperwick Goes to the Market, my personal favourite, wrapped in quench, his tits, and dandy in Dutch, fancy lips in a minute. <laughs> lips in a minute. <laughs> that is the most braided thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> I had to throw in. <laughs> it, had, it had to go in. That is superb. Oh, we love a journal guest spot. Which you we could do. have too if you signed up to our Patreon. Exactly. Get on it. www.patreon.com forward slash TCO pod. Sign up for only five bucks. Yeah. You'll get so much content there. It's incredible. Uh, Jamie, I've got four left. The okay. last one is going to be mind blowing. I'm really excited to get to it. Okay. Okay. So let's carry on. There is no fucking way that my cat knows his actual name. I've given him like 10 new nicknames today alone. I just called him my sweet bowl of cheese. He was like, yeah, I am. <laughs> sweet bowl of cheese. <laughs> to be fair, I do sometimes think that, that cats must, and same with babies, they must get so confused as to what their actual name is because they get called so many different things. It was a bad bad too. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I thought it was Emily. Thank you, Jubaba. I don't think I ever call the cat by a name. I normally just go, oi, fat prick, move. So God knows what she thinks her name is. Yes. You again, is it? Yes, I suppose. Oh, what she said to me. Um, This I would love. This is not a really a funny entry. It's just like, yes, please entry this. I don't understand why Kinder don't do big tubs of mini treats like Celebrations, Roses, Heroes, etc. Because honestly, mini chocolate Kinders, mini Buenos, mini Hippos, mini Bonbons, all in the same tub, is the fucking dream. Give me that now. That would be amazing, wouldn't it? Give me that now. Oh, you've just unlocked a memory for me. My beef I have with the people of Celebrations. How about you go and fuck yourself releasing tubs, taking out the bounties at the best bar? Yes! About fucking time! Because no... Bullshit. If you're going to take them out, send them all to me. Or give me a tub just full of mini bounties. Just get a bounty mm. and shut your some, face. Something different about their mini ones. It's like, oh, a little. Yeah, well, you can just come and live with us. Right? Literally on Karis's birthday, we had uh, my stepmom bought her a, a tub of celebrations for her birthday. 
And we meant to say, we're going to send for Christmas. And we thought, no, I'll enjoy. And then she literally went, I don't want the bounties. And I said, neither do I. So all of her mates at them. I thought you were going to say they went in the bin then. I almost had a mini heart attack. Very <laughs> close. <laughs> right. Last two. Let's get crack a lack in. <laughs> Using the train toilets always scare me, Jamie. Always the doors get open slowly, reveal me like a prize in a 90s game show. <laughs> yes. Let's see what you could have won. Did it, did it, did did it, did it. I, uh, I'm just shitting. Sorry. Did <laughs> my eyes close? <laughs> and you got the hand. People are like, yes, look, shitting, yes. <laughs> and what's worse is the toilet is like six miles away from the button on the door. So if you need to yeah. quickly close it again, you can't. But you can't close it. It's fully opened. <laughs> yes. I remember when I was, I was dying, and I mean dying for a piss, I was on my way to Manchester. This is years, like 2005. I was going to see a friend of mine who was going to uni, and I was literally, but I was like an hour or two away from Manchester, and I kept close. and every time I closed the door, some people on the outside thought they were fucking hilarious, would always hit open before I could lock it. And I was like, fuck, and they're like, hi, it's this funny, isn't it? Hi! And I was like, not really. And I don't know why I didn't go looking for another toilet. I just sat there and went, I'll just wait. My God, my bladder was like, like radioactive like, whoa, whoa. I would have just done it but I had my back to the door and if they tried to say anything I'd just try to piss on the shoes pricks I was tempted to go in a pocket to be honest with you um, <laughs> right the final entry this week is my one of my favourite entries I've ever had remember we've had the um, aliens the Taiwanese or Thai version of the aliens backdrop yes, on yes, the DVD yes, 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 yes. and then last week we had Batman Begins yes Jamie this week, we're translating a McDonald's menu. Okay? What? Viewing okay. the Chinese McDonald's menu through Google Translate produced some of the greatest fast food names I've ever seen in my life. God, this is Are you ready? This is going to be good. It is amazing. And I, <laughs> when I found it, I was like, this is the greatest day of my life. And I had to wipe a tear away. Oh, I'm excited. Now... Obviously, these must be versions of McDonald's in China because we don't have them over here. But I'll explain them to you, and then I'll tell you what they're called. Okay. So there is a double cheeseburger with sausages in for some weird ass reason. Okay. okay. It's a double cheeseburger. Okay. It is called <laughs> the unsuspecting tyrant's double decker beef fort. <laughs> oh my god! I want one. It's the best name ever. <laughs> I haven't really got a fucking clue what this is. It's a muffin with a patty and some lettuce in. And it's called Full Marks for Grilled Ham. <laughs> the patty's just a beef burger, isn't it? It's what they call them. Yeah. So it's this one oh, that great. No, is breakfast. It's the breakfast uh, muffin. It's got the hash brown, etc. It's called Enjoy a Full Morning Meal. I mean, that's that's more of a, a welcome than a meal. I like that. The first one is the best, but I do love this last one. This is the last one. This is just the egg. Just the egg. Just Nothing the egg. else. Just the egg. It's called energy egg. <laughs> what the fuck are they putting in the egg? <laughs> yeah. Give me a fucking energy, that will. <laughs> I keep trying to drink my drink with the lid down. Fucking twat. Extra bit of protein in this egg. <clears throat> energy egg. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's awesome eggs. I don't know why it's called energy egg. No, I don't want your free-range shit. <laughs> None of that 
organic free range wank. No, I want energy eggs. <laughs> you want what? Sorry, I said I want energy eggs. All right, that's what the Americans call them because they're fucking idiots. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, just drink a bit of water. Okay. And that was another edition of Tom's Journal. Absolutely superb. I want to know what the fucking energy egg is. At the beef fort. <laughs> Before we move on to the piece of the resistance, sir, I have an apology to make to last week's guest. My memory failed me and I messed up slightly. I got one of the songs wrong that he suggested. So I had to make an amendment. Okay. I thought one of the songs was Schism. I was wrong. It was actually Stink Fist that he suggested. So I do apologise, Mr. Matt Carper. But I gave it a listen. I tell you what, I actually really enjoyed that one. That one was actually pretty damn good. And on the, on the Facebook, our friend Gemma Williams from Talking Codswallop made a post saying, my favourite Tool song is 46 and 2. I gave that one a listen. And I actually quite liked that one too. And I realised they are both off the same album. So I'm going to give that full album a listen, I think. They're both off the Anima album, so I'm going to give that a listen. Nice. May, have fine, may have finally won me over with a bit of tool. We'll bring in that piece of resistance then. Oh, yes. Welcome to the Chronicles of Raised by Owls. We are joined by singer Sam of the band, who tells us that he definitely wasn't raised by owls. For those that are wondering, uh, this interview is just full of absolute gloriousness. Oh, this interview is absolutely phenomenal. Like, I cannot suggest enough that you go check out Raised by Owls. I am fully aware that Extreme Grindcore might not be everyone's cup of tea, shall we say. But for any band that has songs called You've Been Mary Buried, An American Werewolf in Bogner Regis, and Chuckle Vision is Just Drug Slang, deserves your attention, quite frankly, because they are incredible song names. And they have incredible viral videos, which are absolutely hilarious. Like, most people have seen the one two metalheads spotting each other in public. It's the one that got their name out there. Cannot recommend these guys to you enough. Sam is an absolute genius comedic genius and yeah this this is just fantastic it's good it all hails from his mum's bedroom um and we talk about crossing over of soaps uh preferably his favorite which being coronation street so we've had one guest about emmerdale and now guest about cory so i'm waiting for the eastenders and the brookside and uh, the neighbors one still to come the brookside uh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Um, it is great. We just have an absolute laugh uh, from the county of Derbyshire. Um, Race by ours, guys. It's, it's I, I, what I want to do, apart from choke or whatever the fuck I was just choking on, is just get to it. I don't really want to waste your time any longer, to be honest with you. I'd yeah. rather just get into the cruxy, cruxy, deliciously part of this absolutely wonderfully phenomenal interview. I think we definitely should do that, sir. Jamie! Any final words at all? Just a massive thank you to Sam for joining us. This was so much fun. I cannot recommend you guys go check these guys out. Just wonderful. Hilarious. If you love their Valve videos, you're going to love this interview. Trust me. Sam, thank you for taking the time to sit and chat to us. We really appreciate it. We thoroughly enjoyed it. And we look to having you back on again sometime soon. Ladies and gentlemen, here we go. 
Ladies and gentlemen, interviewing this week, it's raised by Owlza. So, really appreciate you doing this, my friend. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your hectic schedule uh, to uh, sit and chat to us. But just, oh, just a question: Are you in your bedroom? Yeah, I am in my bedroom. Well, actually, you, got a four poster. Is that a four poster fucking thing you got going on right there? That is amazing. Oh, what well, there? I don't know yeah. what you can see. It's really like it's really zoomed in. Like, yeah, it's like quite a gothic bed, isn't it? It's amazing. Um, I wish you had like proper sheets coming up at like old school, like medieval times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I uh, I'd like to say I'm really cool, but I've just swapped bedrooms with my mum, so it was my mum. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I am moving out. I am. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to know what's been going on. Yeah, I'm so. I was. <laughs> I was literally so close to making a joke. I'm so busy to make it now, so that would be no, awkward. Go, go for it. I think I, I think I was on a Twitch stream once with uh, the guy from um, Atreyu, and I made a joke about my mum in that bed, and he was just like, "What? <laughs> what do you Brits get up to?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think he thought I was very strange because one of the first questions was like, "Oh, what have you had for breakfast?" And I said, "Monster Munch," and he was like. <laughs> what, like American trying to figure out what monster munch were. <laughs> yeah, what flavour so. does that? What flavour? Pickled onion. You I do like flaming hero. I do like flaming hot though. Flaming hot are, are a good shout, but uh, yeah, pickled onion. Pickled. Yeah. I mean, flaming hot's not really a breakfast food though, is it? So no, no. Well, unless you you know you're ready to start the day <laughs> yeah, <laughs> abruptly. <laughs> Flaming up monster munching a monster. I'm on the way. Oh god. Jesus. <laughs> Fly through the day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh yes, Coronation Street mug as well. Fucking oh, we yeah. are on fire today. <laughs> is, I'd like to say this is my mum's, but it's not. <laughs> no, yeah. Love See? a bit of Cory. Love a bit first of yeah. tw- but first 20 minutes gold. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Good job we hit record. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um I can't say I agree on the curry front, though. Soaps have never... And also, what really annoys me about soaps is that they have that person on this morning that then reveals everything that's going to happen to soaps anyway. So what's the fucking point of watching it? Yeah, and the magazines do as well. Like, the mm. magazines yeah. will just be like, car crash terror, and you're just like, right, okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> I wanted to find that out myself. Yeah, it's so um, weird. No other TV series has a, has a guru that goes on other people's shows and goes... So we extend this. This person dies. This is going to happen. In about four years, this is going to happen. So... Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's mad. I, I, it kind of, it's, it's ridiculous. So like, as a, like as a metal frontman or anyone in metal, I shouldn't admit to watching Coronation Street, but I do. I can't lie. Like, I watched Coronation Street with my mum because it's kind of the one thing we watch together, as sad as it is. <laughs> so it's kind of like a bonding experience. Oh, that's, that's lush. Do you know what they yeah. should they should do? They should do soap crossovers. They never yeah, do that I, way. No, I think they should. I think that'd be like like multiverse of madness. <laughs> <laughs> Ken Barlow versus Phil Mitchell or something. It's, yeah, like, yeah. A, it's like one of our songs. <laughs> Just wrote a new song. I love it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh. So, oh no! Like in Corrie, the, oh, the sheep's escaped. It's all right. Someone from the. I don't know, Woolpack has arrived to save our... Because they live on farm. I I don't watch so... I've not... I, you know, never mind. Do you know what? Yeah. I think we should just get one of the interview, don't you? <laughs> I, I mean, I, if, if 
if the interview is about if the interview was solely about soaps, uh, Coronation Street in particular, I'd be fine. I'd be quite happy with that. But yeah, we we're, we're more, we can get on with it as well. Let me just take my EastEnders questions up. Yeah. <laughs> um, but in all seriousness, basically what happens here is Jamie will lure you into a false sense of security. I mean, if you're all comfortable, warm and like just, you know, like, oh, this is cute, this is nice, with his little introduction, and then we're going to absolutely hammer the living fuck out with you with questions. How does that sound? Yeah, amazing. That sounds like a cracking Wednesday evening. It Perfect. does. Just before we get started, this is also a very safe space in the sense that you can say whatever the, the goddamn hell you like, so you can swear, etc. Just don't praise Hitler, uh, say you love Kat Von D, or, you know, say that you're a Tory, because otherwise we're out of here. Yeah, of course, of course, yeah. That's, that sounds like a good rule for any, any social gathering. Like, yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder what would happen if someone did say that, though. Do you reckon they beat the fuck out of him, or would they still... I don't know, it's kind of interesting, isn't it? Yeah, no, I... I, no, I, I uh... No, I think they're good rules. I think they're solid rules. Say what you like, but as long as you're not a, a dickhead. <laughs> yeah, basically, <laughs> don't be, yeah. Don't be a dick. That's that's a good rule to live by. Served us well so far. Right, yeah. let's do this intro. Ladies and gentlemen, if there's one thing you know about us, we love metal music and comedy. So where do you look if you want the both combined? Derbyshire, obviously. Today's guest and his band have brought us hilarious videos looking at the ridiculous side of metal, as well as songs with catchy song names like Cliff Richard Drinks from the Skulls of His Enemies and Two Pints of Virgin's Blood and a Packet of Crisps. Boys and girls, joining us today is a man who will not be accused of liking Five Finger Death Punch. It is the one and only Sam Fowler, because these are the chronicles of Raised by Owls. Hello, how's it going? Hello, sir. Thank you very much for joining us. No, thank you. Thank you for having me. I feel like... uh... I feel like a somebody being invited on a podcast. This is this is very nice. <laughs> well, first I mean, off, oh, sorry. No, go on, Jay. I was just going to say, first off, on that front, we have to say a huge thank you to Tony Gaskin from Stage Dive Photography for this because he sort of harassed you at a music festival about coming on here. So big thank yeah, you, we, Tony. Yeah, we uh, we were playing Beer Mageddon at the end of summer, and he, he came over and said, um, I, "You know, my friends would really like to you to go on their podcast. Like, how do how do we go about?" It? And I was like, "Just message, just message the page." Uh, so yeah, and here we are. And, and then are. after after me being useless for a couple of months, we're finally here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're a busy man. We get it. We get it. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't take you know, it when, I, when no, I literally no. checked you guys out and I was like, when I, as soon as I saw the album names and the song, I was like, oh my God, we are in for a time. We are in for a time here. <laughs> guys, this, strap yourselves in. All right. This is <laughs> there's certainly a time to be had. Yes. <laughs> oh, absolutely. But I think that we should start with the really hardest hitting of the, you know, of questions that everyone always wants to know the answer to, which is, how was your pandemic season? Granted, it's still kind of here, but obviously mm-hmm. no one's locked away anymore. So how have the last two years been for you? Um, strange. Like, I mean, like for everyone, I guess it's been it's been really weird. Um, and uh, hilariously, before coming on on this, I was thinking about right, what am I going to talk about about Rage Battles? Because we don't actually have loads going on at the moment, apart from just trying to write a new album. Um, and the new album is taking ages. And I thought, well, I can just blame it on the pandemic because that's still what people do. You know, oh, post, post-pandemic, you know, post-pandemic, you know, post-COVID, post-COVID fatigue, I call it. That's what's taken us so long to write an album. But um, no, our, our pandemic was actually really productive instead of kind of grinding to a halt. Like I know a lot of people did because there was nothing else to do. We kind of hunkered down and made a load of stupid internet videos. Um 
which which was cool. I mean, like Lee and I were, were were kind of on it quite a lot, but the other guys were getting involved as well, and it was it was awesome. Like you know, I mean, <laughs> don't, don't take that out of context. The pandemic wasn't awesome, but it was. <laughs> we, 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 uh, we we made the best out of a bad situation. I think. I think you know everything. All of our plans got wiped out, and it was supposed to be our like our biggest year as the band, and and rather than kind of. I don't know. Look at that, and and just get kind of just get, give throwing the towel. We kind of went right. Well, what can we do? So we we wrote a load of videos and filmed them kind of separately as well for a long time, which was which was odd, but and a, a struggle, but an interesting one. Kind of creatively trying to make it look like we're in the same room sometimes. Yeah. So yeah, no, it was it was a it was a weird two years, and then and then our first show back was Bloodstock twenty twenty one after like a year and a half and it was the biggest show we've ever played. So that was completely terrifying. That was like just, and I mean, an amazing experience and the show went really well, but Jesus Christ, I was shitting myself. I was just like, <laughs> couldn't we have just played like a pub? <laughs> like for the first show back, like, Jesus Christ. Talk about throwing yourself in the fire, like your first gig back after all these years. I bloodstock, that'll do nicely. Yeah, well, this is it. We tried We tried to have a run-up. We tried to get some booked in to do it and they all, they all got cancelled. They all fell through. And we were kind of sat in this group chat going, is, is it going to be our first one back? Jesus Christ, really? And we were practising like mad and we were like, oh, no. this like Because you can practise for as long as you want, but stage nerves and, mm. and, and just being in that kind of swing of things. Um, you know, a few gigs under your belt prepares you for for the you know for things to go wrong and you can wing it out and stuff but when you when you it's jumping in at the deep end with that i think so and it went luckily it went very well but um yeah um a very memorable first show back i could imagine to be fair yeah i could definitely imagine but at least it yeah. went well it could have been worse you could have gone out there huge crowd first set when it shit that was awful like <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah yeah blow, blow my blow my voice out stream snapping it's like oh, oh dear <laughs> So, take us back, sir, to the days when you were a wee boy. What did young Master Fowler want to be when he was growing up? Was it always in the world of music or something completely different? Oh, no, 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 no. I uh, I didn't actually... I don't have any musical talent. Um, so, <laughs> that's why I started a grindcore band with my friend. <laughs> like, I can't play music. No, that is, that's derogatory to grindcore bands, because I like grindcore, right? Um, but But we were kind of like... Yeah, I ne- we never envisioned being being musicians or, or, or well, like I say, I still wouldn't call us that. I, I I've always I have always enjoyed making people laugh. That's that's always been a um, a big kick for me um, in, in some capacity. But in terms of what I wanted to be when I was younger, um, I think I told my mum once I wanted to be a maid, like I wanted to just clean houses and stuff. But I said maid. I didn't say like, oh, I want to be a cleaner. I was like, I, I want to be a maid. Um, and she's like, all right, cool. Um, which is, which is uh, you know, I didn't, I didn't go on to become, but, you know, I think I'd have still made a good one. If that's the um, case, go and clean your fucking room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ignore, ignore, ignore all that behind. <laughs> I've clearly not, clearly not carried that onto adult life. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I, I could... I, yeah, I just wanted to like. It's, uh, my life has uh, the outlook of my life has always been like fun orientated. I've just wanted to like as long as I'm enjoying myself, I'm not really bothered what I'm doing. I feel like a Labrador in a car. You know, <laughs> I'm just, just happy, just happy to be here. 
And uh, as long as I'm having fun and I'm with good people, then it, it doesn't really matter. I think I might have wanted to be an actor for a while. Uh, and I started doing the school plays um, at, at secondary school, but I never got picked for like a good part. I was always like the cardboard cut out in the back that would just kind of shimmy on and stuff. So kind of rather than rather than persisting, like most, you know, most actors would take a hit and go, dust yourself off, pick yourself back up again. I was just like, nah, I'll just give up. <laughs> well, well, I'm donkey in the nativity. Fuck it now. Yeah. I knew that I knew that were it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I am. Um, um, yeah. I just kind of wanted, I don't know. Maybe I'll pick it up again one day. I, I've always been, enjoyed the, the, the art form, if you know what I mean. But uh, yeah. Mm. Oh, love it. So there's so many influences that you can see with Raised by Owls, whether it be metal music, comedy, sketch videos. Where did it start, though? What made you want to, like, get that creative juices flowing, shall we say? I mean, Raised by Owls, in general, I've always wanted to do something where, uh, like, sketch-wise, I've always wanted to do stuff like that, whether it be, like, in, in whatever format, whether it be online or, or whatever. Raised by Owls happened quite organically. Like, it wasn't planned. As in, like, to, to the very start, it wasn't even meant to kind of go online. It was just me and Alex in his bedroom just dicking around. And then it kind of, we were like, all right, should we ask Lee? What's Lee up to? Does he want to just, like, input on these? And then it, we had a few songs, and then we were like, well, should we film a video? That would be quite funny. Got this idea. And then it just literally snowballed. And there was no, there was no plan. There was no grand scheme. You know, never thought we'd play a gig. Never thought we'd take it live. We thought it was going to be like this bedroom album where we do a, a few online snippets and that's it. And and then eventually we find like Mark and Toby and and then we're playing Sophie Stage at Bloodstock, which was just an honour. And then and then we you know we're going up and down the UK with it and and we're doing weekly videos and and people are like enjoying them and and they don't think we're shit. <laughs> <laughs> just weird. We're really weird, but yeah, no, just just super organic. Like it was just not planned whatsoever. Um, and even even now, I think we still wing it to to an extent. It's like there's that that funny thing of like no one really knows what they're doing, and and we don't because people are asking us like, well, you've got your social media presence down, haven't you? Like people say that to us like, oh, you've nailed that, and I'm like, have we? I, I, we just I, we just kind of just make it up as we go along, and people kind of cling along with it. So yeah, it's odd. But lovely, lovely. It's, it's, it's really humbling and, and nice. I kind of love that, though. Like The origin story of Raised by Owls is basically it's a bit of a laugh, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was like a, ha- a happy accident. You know, I, I was screaming vocals at Alex's house, like when he lived with his mum and dad, on like a Sunday. They'd be downstairs with like his nan, like having a Sunday roast, and I'd be screaming upstairs, and it was just so... <laughs> just so wrong. Yeah. But yeah, it was it was just odd. But yeah, cool, cool though. Like I'm, I, I wouldn't change a second of it. But it was, you know, by knowing no means did this become like a, a five, six year or even ten year plan. It was like, wow, this would be cool if we get an album out in this year and then put it away forever. But we didn't. So, and it, out of context, that would be hilarious. Can you imagine Tucker and Tessa. They did like, oh, at least it's music. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As long as he's having fun. As long yeah, as he's yeah. having fun. Enjoying themselves. Leave him to it. It's beef stuff. Yeah. They're um, off the streets. It's fine. Yeah. So, 
I take it rock and metal music could be something you were into before you got into in the band and everything else. Like, who's like a big influence on you? So, yeah, I mean, like, I've been in metal, into metal since I was about 12. Um, my gateway band, my huge eye opener was Slipknot for sure. Mm. I remember being around at a friend's house, at, like, maybe, no, it'll have been early secondary school. And his sister had a load of CDs and he was like giving me CDs to listen, like, to borrow. And I wasn't really that big on music. Like I'd dabble, like I'd be like, yeah, okay, if something's on the on the radio or something, I was like, oh, that sounds cool. I'd maybe put a few songs on. But then he, he said, oh, do you want to borrow this as a joke? And it was the Slipknot self-titled and it was all them on the cover. And it scared the shit out of me. <laughs> I remember looking at it and I was like, no way. Like I am not going near that album. That looks terrifying. They look insane. I'm not touching that with a barge pole. And what was weird is I kept going around to this friend's house and that CD would be lying around. I kept looking at it. Just kept kind of <laughs> picking it up and looking at it and being like, oh. looking at the song titles, looking at the lyrics, being like, oh, oh. <laughs> so I think you, you're kind of almost kidding yourself that you're like, oh, God, isn't it awful? And then, like, and then the next week I'd be there looking at it again. And then eventually I said to him, I was like, can I borrow this? Can I have a... And I took it home and that was it. I was like, Wow. This is tapped into something, yeah. you know, it's, it's very abrasive to start with. And you're like, I don't know about this. So like the first time I listened to Cannibal Corpse, I was like, this is this is too much. This is, this is too, too heavy for me. Um, and then you kind of, you get used to it and you, you kind of, and now I'm listening to horrendous stuff. But, um, <laughs> you know, like proper noise, like toilet noises. <laughs> <laughs> but, um but yeah, that was that was it. So Slipknot was my gateway, and you kind of go back then, and then obviously around the time, you know, System of a Down and and all of that, they were they were oh. huge at the time, and, and and became you know Toxicity became a, such a monumental album for me. But then you go back, I kind of went back and discovered like you know Metallica and the Big Four and and Pantera and things like that, and and kind of was like right, I've, I've found these bands that are current. I'm going to go back, and then. Then around maybe 15, I, I tapped into the extreme metal side. That's where uh, the Black Dahlia murder. Because I was looking, I was I knew I wanted to go a bit heavier, and I was trying a couple of uh, couple of bands, and I was like, it's either too heavy or it's just not it's just not doing it for me. And then I heard the first Black Dahlia album, and I was like, this is exactly what I was looking for, like a perfect blend of melody and heaviness and extreme, like extreme. And and then yeah, that was the descent into that world. So. Sorry, I, I don't know if that answered your question. I went about off a bit on a bit of a tangent there. We, we <laughs> love tangents here. Good. We, we love it. We, we don't like when people go, yeah. Yes, I like metal. And they're just sitting <laughs> in silence. Right, okay. The Cory mug comes up again. Yeah. <laughs> oh, come on then. <laughs> yeah. Next, Next question. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Next question. <laughs> so you you were saying earlier how this all started in your friend's bedroom, then you invited your. But how did you like actually meet the guys in the band? Uh, we're all from the same town, um, so there's a, a little town uh, like on the edge of the Peak District, just near Derby, called Ashbourne, and we're all from the same town. So me and Lee, um, the drummer who I do a lot of the videos with, he's he was in my year at school. He's been like one of my best mates for like. 15, 15, over 15 plus years. Alex, I was I was really, really good, good friends with Alex's brother. And then through Alex's brother, I became friends with Alex. Uh, and Mark and Toby, I, I knew of, 
but I'd, I was not like I'd, I'd seen them out and about in town. If you see what I mean, like we'd be we'd be in a pub and I'd say like, "I hope you're all right," and we'd have a chat, and, and then it'd kind of go from there. But they were a bit older than us, so they were a couple of, like couple of school years above us. Mm. But yeah, we're we're all from the same town, and uh, the only way I'd describe it is if have you ever seen the League of Gentlemen? Yes. Yeah, so it's it's like Royston Daisy, essentially. Our <laughs> town is it's one hundred percent like Royston, but there's so many uh, strange characters. Like there's a there's. A, <laughs> I mean, I've named the town now. I'm kind of like, don't get me weak, <laughs> but I'm, I don't think like Ashbourne regulars would probably tune in to watch me on a podcast. So I'll probably be all right. I don't know. Fuck it, let's go for it. Um, <laughs> there's a guy. There's a guy who was on. I think he was on a Channel Four show and was voted Britain's ugliest man. Um, and uh, but apparently he's got a huge penis and he can fit ten two peas across it. No way. I don't know why. That's uh, information. That's a... What? Yeah, I, know. I don't know why he doesn't just get a ruler. Why does he measure things with coins? I don't. It's so odd. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's. And I don't know if that's a rumor or what. But apparently, yeah, he's uh, he's packing heat and well, and, and a bag of two pre coins just to show you. Yeah. Well. <laughs> oh, fuck, I, I never get to use it, but at least it's fucking massive. <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea that he he's, he like there might be a backstory that he can't use a ruler for some reason. So then, like when he was a kid, he turned up to like his maths exam with a bag of two peas, and he's just like, "How, how long would that be?" <laughs> <laughs> uh, Twelve. The biggest big I've got that. <laughs> <laughs> it's about eight p worth. That is. Oh, <laughs> very good. <laughs> yeah. Really strange. Oh. Fucking hell. Yeah, there's, 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 the town is full of full of people like that, and uh, <laughs> it's. I, I think that contributes a lot to our humour because it's very, <laughs> it's very rural. It's very strange. It's very kind of like misspent youths in the in, in this kind of rural landscape with not not loads to do. You know, like that we're not we're not in kind of. I mean, we, we're never that far away from a city that we can't get into civilization. But a lot of the time, when you're that age and you don't have a lot of money, you wouldn't do. So you just hang around, like in in this kind of rural village town area. And it was you made your own your own entertainment, I guess. <laughs> Which sounds weird, but yeah, yeah. No, I get it. I used to live in like real down South Wales, and it was exactly like that. There, it was like everyone just had their little clicks, hung around in parks and car parks, and just drank and did weird shit <laughs> yeah this is this is it it was just like you go around someone's house you'd, you'd go on the park and that was it and oh, then when you got to a certain age you'd try to get into the pubs and fail and, and then <laughs> and that was it and then when you could get into the pubs you wouldn't want to go in them because they were shit anyway <laughs> so, i just so, love the idea that a corner shop's being run by an edward and, edward and tubbs that's that's the best thing that i could think of yeah. right now but i love those characters I just love, I love the idea of you walking to the corner shop and it's just... <laughs> it's going down the new road, Swansea. <laughs> yeah. We didn't burn him. <laughs> <laughs> you won't yeah. catch me in my trousers down. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well... Yeah, and, and, and I don't think it's that... Like, I think the actual town where it was filmed isn't that far away from where we live, hilariously. But, our, yeah, our town is very... Um, very like it in terms of characters and, and it, it, I think one of the weird things is is when you drive through it or if you holidayed there for a couple of days you'd think it was lovely it's very picturesque you'd be like all right this is like nice when you go out on a night 
It's when you stay for a bit longer than four days. <laughs> You'd be like, ah, <laughs> okay, this is, this is weird. Everyone just comes out, you're one of us now. It's been more than four days. <laughs> yeah. Four you're days never all. leaving. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So one thing I've got to ask, because it's been, I've been so intrigued. Where does the name come from, Raised by Owls? Um, I, I don't think there was ever a real, a real story behind that, which is boring, honestly. It was kind of like we wanted something to sound not metal. See what I mean? Like we wanted something to sound like it should, it could potentially be a metal thing, and then you know, choose something that wasn't necessarily metal. Which, in hindsight, owls are quite metal. I think, like we chose the wrong animal. We should have chosen a, a sillier animal because owl, but because owls can be quite brutal. Um, but yeah, I think it became like I think I just coined it one day, and and then it became a file name, and then that were it. It kind of just started becoming like Rose Bowles one, Rose Bowles two. Rose by Owls edit. And then we were like, okay, well, is the name just Rose by Owls then? And we were like, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> but we, we, we yeah, there's, uh, we, we, we did like other bedroom sessions and we had worse names. Like not, so not, I don't know if I could say this on here. Are you able to edit this, by the way? Or yeah, does yeah, this go yeah. Okay, cool. So feel free to deem if this is, is to be edited out. Okay. But that's that's a heavy disclaimer, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's grindcore. I'm expecting the worst. <laughs> this is this is pre like bad news breaking, right? But we, Neely and Alex, once did like a bedroom project that was called Pint with Rolf Harris. Um, oh, and it was oh, that's all right, cool. <laughs> I mean, it's not, <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. But, so Pint with Rolf Harris was was originally going to be the band name, and then obviously the news broke. But we'd had a T-shirt made as like a prototype, and it's it's so horrible, horrifying now because it's it's like a pint with Rolf Harris's face staring through it, which is so oh. so horrible now in context of, of the world the, yeah. what we know he is actually is. But at the time, we obviously we didn't know that, and I think it was like we were queuing for a ride at Alton Towers, and we were like, "Who'd be the best person to go for a pint with?" And and we came up with him. Turns out, no, you don't want to go with a pint with him. <laughs> oh god. Um. So yeah. So yeah, we we canned that name very quickly, and I I think there's a t-shirt living somewhere, but it's buried deep, never to see the light of day. Um. So yeah. I, I actually wanted to, I, in hindsight, I wanted, um, or I would like to have called Raised by Owls, probably a bit more niche, but I'd have liked to have called us Pat Mustard, who was the milkman on Father Ted. <laughs> and and I, I don't know why, but I just really like the idea of a band being called Pat Mustard and saying we are Pat Mustard. So, <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I get I, it, yeah. Yeah, I can't. I can't give it any more explanation for that either. That's just in my head of like, if I ever started another band in a similar vein to Raised by Owls, I would call it Pat Mustard. I love that you've had that idea and it's just sat there. It's like I'm not going anywhere. I'm going to keep reminding you of this idea every now and again. Just yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just shelve that one for a rainy day. Never know when you're going to need it. Has anyone made the absolutely horrific joke of were you actually raised by owls by any chance? Yeah, a lot of people. I do oh. actually have a photo of of me like with an owl uh, as a school child, which I could probably send you if you, you Photoshop it on or something. But oh, that's a little yes. like, Yeah, so it's like me in my little school uniform, and I've got an owl on my arm. So that was me being raised by one. Is is what I claim. 
there you go. There's a claim. It's fine. It's absolutely fine. Yeah. <laughs> so what I, what my first introduction to you guys was the sketch videos that we were referring to earlier. That let's be honest, but the fact that you can see what is let's be honest the ridiculous side of metal because as much as I love metal, it is a little bit ridiculous at times. But oh, have, yeah, you, ever, have you ever got much like backlash from metal fans for it, or a lot of them like bastards? They're absolutely fucking right. <laughs> Uh, no, we, we so weirdly, I think when we're, we we will make an observation, and and a lot of people will like you know kind of be on board with it, and and I think one one good quality is there is a lot of metalheads out there that can laugh at themselves and can laugh at the at the genre because, like you say, it's inherently silly. Yeah, you know, like when you look at, I mean, like look like King Diamond man, <laughs> that dude's hilarious. He's he's so funny, but like. But he's so serious as well. Like, he's so cool and he's so serious, but he's just, you know, he's got inverted crosses painted all over his face. He looks mad. <laughs> um, and it's, it, yeah, it, it is inherently silly, but, like, it comes from a place of love is what I always try and push across, mm. is that, you know, I wouldn't, we're not we're not punching at a genre that we dislike. We're punching at, a, you know, we're, we're, we're poking fun at something with very much love and respect. What I find people get a bit salty about is if we go after a particular band. And when I say go after, it, it, that's never normally with malicious intent. I think one thing for me is that, um, especially with the sketches, I never want, it's never to like demonize anyone. I, I never want to like single like a person or people out. It's like we want people to laugh and have fun but it not to be like, a, I can't, I'm trying to articulate this, but like not doing it very well at all. Um, yeah, like like an, an inclusive thing, but we can laugh at metal, but the, you know, I'm not, we're not trying to shit on anyone. We're not trying to give anyone a hard time because there's enough shit in the world that we're just trying to have a bit of a laugh and poke a bit of fun at something. So whenever we kind of take the nick out of a, a band as well, it's more often than not, the, it comes from a place of admiration and love for that band. We'll really like that band or we'll be fans of that band ourselves. You know, we've done one about, we did one about Ghost and people were like, people misinterpreted that one as well because we did like this ABBA and Ghost mashup and they were like, yeah, stick it to them. And we're like, no, 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 we, we really like Ghost. Like, Ghost are great. Um, I mean, and then, and then I think one that I'll highlight in particular where we got a backlash was the Five Finger Death Punch one. Uh, people, their fan base hated that. Like, really? yeah, which was which was odd because they were like, you know, you're just jealous that you're not like in fight. And it's like, yeah, hell yeah, I am. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> I think this is the point I was trying to say a minute ago is that the golden rule for me with any comedy is that you, you punch up. You never punch down. You never, <laughs> ever punch down on people that... That's just, that's not comedy. That's just cruel. That's just mean and cruel. Five being desperate, right? They're like millionaires. They they tour the world doing what people could only dream of doing is, is being in a band as, as your day job. They've got an amazing life and like so fortunate. Blah blah blah. Um, so why can't we take the piss out of them? Do you know what I mean? And they and it Absolutely. was around the time. It was around the time that they did that kind of weird mask video, which we didn't. Plan. We'd already written the sketch, and we just kind of were like, right, they've put this out. So it seems like strike while the iron's hot kind of thing, but yeah, a lot, a lot of their, a lot of their fan base got really arsy and were like, "I'd like to see him say this to Ivan's face." It's like, well, 
<laughs> what, what situation would I be in to start mimicking him? Why would I go to like a meet and greet at Five Finger Death Punch dressed as him and start singing that song? I wouldn't do that. Um, but no, it was it was really odd. And even even like I, I was a huge fan of these when I was younger. I, I used to love Devil Driver, and hmm. the, uh, the ex guitarist out of Devil Driver commented on a metal injection post where they shared it and he was like talk to me when you've sold a million records and i was like so you know we haven't so i, I took this photo <laughs> <laughs> like, like and that's a weird criteria for to uh, for a conversation isn't it like, do, do you think he doesn't talk to his mom because she hasn't sold a million records <laughs> But anyway, I, I've got this A4 bit of paper and I wrote on it in, a, in pen. I just put Raised by Owls, one million records sold. And I took a photo of it with my thumb up and sent it back to him. <laughs> I'm like, I can't believe I'm having this exchange with someone who I used to like. Like, I went to see him live and stuff and was like, yeah, this guy rules. And now I'm kind of having this weird tiff on the internet. I wouldn't call it, I wouldn't call it beef or anything like that. That'd be ridiculous. But yeah, I think it's, it's kind of like, the only way I can describe it is, have you ever seen on like Twitter where people like, like you, you, like a, a member of the public will just defend a billionaire. Mm. Like a billionaire will do something abhorrent. Uh, and then they'll be like, well, you know, he's based, and they'll make all these caveats for them. And it's kind of like that. It's like, well, and it's kind of like, we're only poking a bit of fun at them. You know, five finger death yeah. aren't going to disband because we've made a, a little joke out. They're, they're like they're grown men, and I think they'll they'll either see it and go dickheads, or or they might find something funny in it. I, I mean, I don't know, but yeah, saying that, that, saying that isn't Ivan Moody leaving? That might be why. You never know. Uh, he's, I think he's coming. He's coming back now. I think. Oh, that was quick. Yeah. <laughs> I just had that, that image in my head of like, cheers, Rose Bowles. Ivan's crying now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's not. Yeah. He's either not seen it at all or gone, ah, yeah, cool, whatever. Yeah, like, like literally that... cry, crying into his wants of money. Uh, yeah. Into his million, million albums sold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's no, so weird, think, isn't it? It's, it's, it is odd. I think there's there's a lot of people, right, who 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 get it, um, but occasionally we'll just get like one a video like that where people are like... Um, yeah, oh, that's you know, I'm a fan of that band. You can't joke about a band I'm a fan of. It's like, yeah, we can because but we laugh at ourselves as well. It's not like, and they're like, well, who are these guys? Never heard of them. It's like, of course, you haven't heard of us because we're shit. Like, <laughs> and we're from Derbyshire, so. yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. We, we well, I'd like to see them go on a world tour. We're never going to go on a world tour because we're yeah. shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> we know that. Um, but yeah, it's but yeah. I think our videos are never intending to hurt anyone. They're never. They're, they're always meant in jest. And I, you know, I can't sit here and claim that we'll we'll get them right every time. I like. I try to be quite socially conscious. Try to like go into these things and, like I say, never punch down. Try and be like conscious of of the world we're living in and, and people and, and and you know, it, you know, is this? It, it, don't want to hurt anyone's feelings at the end of the day, but. I think taking a pop at a, one of the biggest metal acts going is, is yeah, I don't lose sleep over that. Um, but one one thing I, I do find funny, sorry, I, I just do keep waffling on. You do have to stop me. I um, know oh, we love it. Okay. So, um, yeah. Is like I, I was thinking about this the other day. Is that metal is very subjective, but so is comedy. They're mm. both incredibly subjective. Like some people are very very picky about their metal, and some people are very very picky about comedy. 
So us being comedic metal is just the worst idea ever because <laughs> you could like the music and hate the comedy element, or you could like the comedy element and hate the music. So we've kind of fucked ourselves over, um, which is which is kind of a weird thing that I've, I've thought of recently. It's kind of like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe um, we should release a serious song. Nah. 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 <laughs> no, no fun in that. But it, what's funny is, is online, because I don't really look online too much. I, I try not to read all the... I like to read comments from like people, you know, on our pages and stuff, you know, because it's it's nice to me to have that engagement. But you know, when they get shared into like other forums or like when Metal Injection picks one up or Metal, or Metal Hammer, try not to read the comment sections because yeah, I find them a bit like, oh, Jesus Christ, this is going to be brutal. But it, I, occasion, on, the, on the odd occasion I have, I'll tell you what's nice is like, because people as well with Comedy Metal, people will instantly dismiss you. Like they won't give you the time of day from day dot. As soon as you call something comedy metal, they're like, you don't laugh. Like, do you know what I mean? They hate it. And, and to be fair, I, for a long time near the start, I didn't want to be dubbed as comedy metal because I, I didn't really see us as comedy metal. I just thought, like, well, we're metal, but we just don't take it that seriously. I didn't really double us as that. Mm. But we kind of obviously get labelled with it and we're like, okay, well, cool. Like, you know, it's, it's fine. Um, but yeah, I think like, some people see comedy metal and they're instantly deterred. That I, even if we wrote the most brutal song ever, they're just like, "Oh, I'm not listening to it because it's it's I don't, I, for whatever reason." But what's nice is sometimes a video will do all right, and in the comments you'll see, like, "I I hate this band, but fair play, I'll give them that one." And I'm like, "Yes, <laughs> we've thawed through the frostbitten corpse people. We got through. We got through to someone, uh, which is which is nice." So that's always fun. So one of the, one of the videos of yours I absolutely loved. I was crying, like which made me laugh so much because it made me think of myself when I was younger. Is the one all about metal t-shirts? Your mom opening different packages of all these different metal t-shirts coming in. Yeah, is that actually your mom in those videos? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That is that is my mom. What yeah, an absolute champ! How did you talk her into doing them? I. I don't know. She's she's a really good sport, bless her. Like she, I wouldn't I wouldn't go as far as saying she enjoys being in them, but she doesn't she doesn't hate it. And 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 people are so sweet about her as well. Like that's the one thing as well is, is we'll put a video out and people might bicker, people might get shitty. But well, but for, for some reason they don't with my mum. She's like this unifier of metal. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like she she kind of people really champion her, which is lovely. But she's a really good sport. But this year we've been playing a load of shows and I've genuinely had it more than once that someone's come to the merch desk and gone, is your mummy? And I'm like, no. It's like, it's, we're just playing a show. And she's like, oh. Like, they'll be like, really disappointed. Like, I'm like, sorry. <laughs> oh, you're a weird question. Bring her on stage yeah. and just watch the crowd explode. <laughs> well, I, I thought about this. If we ever get the chance to play like somewhere like Bloodstock again, or even like, you know, maybe like a da- like download or something, just, just bring her out. Scared. Yeah, I don't know what to do. Fuck knows what I'll get to do, but just be like, come on, mom. Come on stage. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, she's, she's, she's an excellent sport, bless her. And it, it, it's so, some of the videos, like me and Lee have been behind the camera and we've been getting her to say stuff because not all of it makes the cut. We, we, write, we override it. Mm. And, so, and then we, we choose what works the best because some of it doesn't always work as well. 
But there was the Christmas list one where she's reading out what Christmas song, what CDs or T-shirts she want, the son wants, and we were getting her to read the most obscene band names out. Like, real band names. We'd not made them up. We went on the internet and dug out, like, <laughs> horrible band names, and I was getting her to read them out, and I just couldn't stop laughing. She was like, I'm not reading that. I'm not reading that. And I was like, oh, go on, Mom, go on. And it's like, you have to just do a product, like, oh, go on. And she does it, and it's like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was, uh, but no, she, she's ace, bless her. She's, and then, like I say, people, people, there's a relatability there as well, I think, that, um, you know, growing up with your mum being a metalhead and stuff, and that, that thing. So. I, I think you're right, though, because, you know, we've all had those moments where our mums have had to buy us CDs or whatever when they're young. Like, my mum, my mum grew up on metal, like, Black Sabbath, ACDC, that, that is all the stuff my mum listens to, but... First time she listened to Slipknot, she was like, what the fuck is this noise? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's funny because at the moment, my mum doesn't have a car. So, like, she borrows my car. I've got her insured on my car. But I'll have CDs in that I just, I don't turn the CD player off. And it's quite mm. loud. So when she goes driving, but sometimes she'll just kind of get in the car or autopilot and drive off and not realise that the car <laughs> is is playing music. <laughs> and she and then she's like she's like she gets to like the shops she gets like Aldi and she'll be in this fucking fuming mood she's like oh, I'm so angry like what is making me so angry and she'll like realise that this like horrible death metal has just been blasting at her for about 10 minutes so I love the fact she hasn't turned it off though she's just like I'm sticking with it it's fine I'll stick with it I, I, yeah I, well, the thing is I don't think she realises bless her she's, she, she does this, she, this is, I mean this isn't even about metal but she's just have you got have you ever like seen um, you know, like the Sky TV guide. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you know when you click the TV guide, and then the the things in the top right hand corner. So the live telly's in the top right hand corner, but the TV guide's kind of going down. Hmm. Like nine times out of ten, she's watching telly in that tiny box. <laughs> I'll be like, I'll go downstairs and I'll be like, Have you? Are you choosing? Are you choosing a point to watch? She's like, No, I'm just watching Emmerdale. And I'm like what, in the box at the top? And she's like, oh, God, I didn't realise. I'm like, how can you see? I can't see it. How do you know what's going on? It's like this little square at the top. That's what you see. It's just like there. That's like face right up against it. Like, oh, I'm enjoying it. Yeah. <laughs> but like these, oh, I've had to go back to Specsavers. My, my, my prescription, it's not right. I can't see a thing on this. <laughs> it's like bulletproof glass glasses. <laughs> <laughs> There's that, there's that other video you did, which was like when you see another metalhead in public, which I actually yeah. saw before I knew who you guys were. So when I, when I saw it on your socials, like, oh, fuck. I yeah. love that video. It is the way they pull it off. Like just everything is it's perfect. Everything about it is perfect. No, it was that was that was a bit of a it, we joked about this as well. That was kind of a strike of gold. But it was like, we're never going to top that. We've kind of come to terms with like, yeah, that's our one. Like, we, we, we're never going to get one that's success, as successful as that. We're never going to get, like, one that resonates with people as much as that. Like, we can try, but I think that's that's our that's our jackpot. Um, and, and I, yeah, I'm, st- I'm still really chuffed with how that one turned out because it's, it's for me, that was super relatable. Like, I was, like, I used to do that all the time. Like, in HMV, you know, you'd see someone with, like, a Slayer shirt on. You'd, you'd try and kind of catch their eye and be like, you know, when you're a lot younger as well and you, you're like, Oh, cool! Like, someone like me, someone like me, sir. and you got to do like this. And so, yeah, it's no, it, 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 and a lot of people say the same thing, but they don't realise it's us, which is which is crazy. Like they're like, oh shit, that's you guys. I'm like, yeah, yeah. 
But it got it got one thing that was really odd about that actually is that it got stolen quite a lot. As in, like people would rip it and then cut our credits off it. Like would cut our name out the off the end <laughs> and would put their own credits on it. And like at the time, like you know, a lot of people were like that's bang out of order. And I was like, yeah, but. Like it's quite cool that we've made something worth stealing. Exactly. <laughs> like, you know, look at it with a positive spin. Like I'm pretty chuffed that we've that people want to steal it. So you know, and there's and, and there, I guess at the end of the day is like again going back to like being in a band, especially of our of our size and our our genre, is that we're never really going to make a career or a lot of money off this. So as long as people are getting enjoyment out of it, who cares? Yeah, I mean, it's obviously like you don't want. I don't want to. I think plagiarizing sucks for the record. I'm not like you know steal our all our work. And I hate when you see like like Jim Jim will paint it who does our artwork when when people rip his his paintings and will like put them on their own website or their own meme page and then like yeah. it sucks. It really sucks. But from my perspective, like. Sometimes you can't stop it, and when it happens, I mean, we try. We've been a bit more proactive now that if we see someone using our video and they've cut our stuff off, we kind of send. We're not like a dick about it, but we'll send them like a message and be like, "Hey, do you mind just tagging us?" Or like, just, do you know? Do you know? What I mean? do, yeah. you just have to tag. If you're going to cut the end off, just tag us or something. But like, don't don't pretend it's yours. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm waiting for the Taiwanese or the like the Korean. Uh, you know how their news stories are in cartoon form. I'm yeah. That now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no, I'll be chuffed with that though. To be fair, like if that happens, I'll be like, I'll be like, oh yeah, ace. That'll it's be awesome. awesome. Yeah. So yeah. I was, was going to ask about the album artwork. You're saying I was going to say, is it Jim or Painted that does that? Because they are phenomenal. Yeah. So it's really weird because when we first started again, it goes back to this kind of spontaneity and you know, snowballing that we, we don't really know what we're doing. I got really drunk one night and I emailed Jim just got, and I was like, keep it perfect. We got all these songs and I, they were all obviously about British celebrities. Been a fan of Jim O'Painters for years, like before the band, loved what he did. And I just found it so cool that he did it all on Microsoft Paint, just so quirky and but amazing. And um, yeah, so I got really drunk and messaged him and I woke up the next day and I looked at the sent items in the, I kind of vaguely remember doing it. And I was like, I looked at the email I sent him and I thought, oh, fuck so. Like, Jesus Christ, this guy's going to think I'm like some absolute dick. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, what? Who is this guy? Like, and by the end of that day, he replied and he was like, I've never done an album cover for anyone. Like, never really felt like the right person's come along, but I've read your artwork. I've just had a look at a couple of your videos. Uh, like, yeah, I mean, I'm on board. And I was like, that's awesome. Holy shit. So yeah, he did our first one that was incredible. Um, and he was he was lovely. Like we're still in contact with him, still email him frequently. And uh yeah, then he did our second one. And he oh he did our Christmas one as well. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's he's he, he's he's very he's very lovely um and very cool. And um yeah, fan fan of his work first and and, and the, the fact that we're able to kind of collaborate on stuff is very nice. There's a potential t-shirt collaboration, but I don't know if that's kind of going to fall by the wayside with when I ask for album three stuff, but um, yeah, he's, he's very cool. And he, he said something funny once as well, because he, he got, he used to get a lot of commissions and a lot of commissions were from like corporate, big corporate companies, some of them. Mm. And um, he, he invoiced us for the, the artwork for the second one. 
he's like, oh, hey, Sam, here's the invoice. And I paid it within five minutes. Like within five, because he, he sent it through and I was like, right, dude, I try and do that as where we can. It's just like, right, okay, keep our, keep our everything in order. So I paid him and he's like, that's hilarious. Like a grindcore band, a, a, a small time underground grindcore band has just paid me and I've just sent my fifth chaser to a corporation to pay me. Like, like <laughs> this huge corporation is not paying him. But a grindcore band with like a handful, of, a small following, has just been like, "Yeah, here's your money." Like, he was just like, found that really funny, which I thought was quite, quite funny as well. So I said in my intro about your song titles, and you've just mentioned them in your email in Jim. They are truly brilliant. They're hilarious. Thank but you. For those listening who might not be aware of you guys, are there any particular song titles you were like extra proud of? You're like, that was a good day at the office, and I thought of that one. Um. I have to have a look at them. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what they are. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to throw, I'll throw my favourite in, which is Rob Rob Halford, Rob's Halfords, which I think is one of the best things I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> yeah, I think you might be right. I think Rob Halford, Rob's Halfords is probably, is, is inspired. He's so British as well. Like we could not take that over to like Europe or America because they'd just be like, what? <laughs> what? Um, let me have a look. I'm a big fan of Ross Kemp on Gangbangs. I do still yes. like. I, I still think. I still think that's 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 cool. Um, it was it was the uh, Ainsley Harriet advises you to rub your meat one that killed me off. <laughs> yeah, again, so British. I think you might be right. I think it's Rob Halford. I do like. He doesn't get a lot of love. I do quite like yelling Slayer at your nan's funeral. I <laughs> I quite, I quite like that. And I was a bit, a, a bit disappointed that that song didn't kind of do more. Or we didn't, we didn't really do more with it because I, I like the song and I, I like that. Um, yeah, yeah. There's, there's a couple. There's a, you know, it feels like I'm just patting myself on the back here. It feels a bit, but um, no, it's I mean, deserved because I mean, they're hilarious. <laughs> they are fantastic. But I mean, there's even, a couple. Even in- Oh, sorry. You, That's sorry right. Even Instagram used Owen Wilson says "Wow" for a cat video. Yeah, that was weird. I, th- I mean, transport for transport for London did as well. Did they? <laughs> yeah, trans- official transport for London's Instagram used Owen Wilson says "Wow." Well. <laughs> like, like strange, just very odd. Um, it's, not, it's not. It's still got even got any music. I think it's got like a second, maybe a millisecond of music right at the end. Yeah, yeah, it's it's proper yeah. crying. It's it's just a sec. Yeah, like a dun, and that's it. But they they always cut that off as well. <laughs> like, oh. about, cutting things off, they they always cut that bit off. So um, bastards. Yeah, but no, and there's a there's a couple on the new album as well that I'm I'm quite I'm quite proud of. We played a new one. We we played a new one at a show, and, and it got a big laugh. And I was like, ah, cool, because I was I was like, I don't, yeah, hopefully it does, and it did. So. It must feel amazing, though, to have those little wins when you say things like that, you know, like you said about making people laugh, because I'm exactly the same. I live to entertain. I love making people laugh. It just makes you go like, fucking hell, this is exactly why I exist. But yeah. to, have that, to have that moment where you say something and everyone's like, Mah! you're like, oh, God, don't get, don't get an erection. Don't get yeah. an erection. Like, yeah. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. It's, it's exactly that. It's just like, I, there's no other buzz. It's very, it's very cool. Um, yeah, and it's nice. It's nice to know that people find like my shit sense of humour funny. That's nice. 
because not you know I could just be this guy who just rambles this crap and everyone's like shut up <laughs> but it's, so it's nice that it's nice that you know people people resonate with it it's very cool and Ainsley Harris should feel fucking like proud that he's on the very beginning of the album well uh, yeah he, he so when we played Bloodstock 2021 we wanted to make a big show and I, I emailed his um drunkenly again dr- emailed his <laughs> uh, personal assistant uh, I found his personal assistant's email and I was like hey we've got this song I was like it's, it's playing with fire as well like here's this song that you know where we're using BBC footage that we've got asked to use and, a vo- and his voice clip on a song and used his name in a song. <laughs> like, I, don't, I don't know where we stand up on the law. I don't know what, like, if we could get in trouble. Um, but I was like, yeah, here's this song we made. We, we love Ainsley. This, again, like we, again, we don't ever, a lot of our jokes never really come from proper digging at people, apart from like, you know, the David Cameron one and Boris Johnson and stuff. Like they, are, they are pops, if you see what I mean. Um, oh, yeah. But um, a lot of, you know, even the celebrities like Ainsley just fucking love the dude. He's so hilarious. Um, so we kind of, I sent this email just to, like saying like, could he join us on stage to do that song? And uh, she she replied and she was just like, he's out of the country, but he wishes you his best. <laughs> so she, she, she hasn't shown him that. No, no way, hello, she. She's like, yeah, I'll keep, keep that one away from him. I'm not letting him go near these guys. Yeah, she has gone. No. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, yeah. but I was, I was really tough. She, she replied. She like, she did reply. I was expecting a blank. So. so, one thing we love on this show is people that use their platform to help others and raise awareness for like charities, like we do with Sophie. But in 2021, you guys released a wonderful cover of "Stay Another Day at Christmas" for the Mind Charity. So, where did that idea come from to do uh, a charity Christmas song, and what made you choose that song of all songs? So we've done, we've actually done three charity Christmas songs now, and it's kind of become a bit of a Christmas tradition. Hilarious, we we might not be doing the one this year because we're just because album three is taking its time, and, and I think this year, pers- like personally, we've all just had other other things going on. So the band has kind of uh, not taken a back seat, but but we, things have gone slower than we probably anticipated them going. Um, so there might not be one this year, but for the last three years we did one. So we did one, we released one. 2019 called the Santanist, which was an original Christmas song, like one we wrote, and that was raising money for for Sophie, uh, the Sophie charity, which was which was Ace, and it was really cool to get them on board. I, we, we actually liaised directly with the charity, um, and asked you know asked their permission and, and spoke to them about you know making sure that it was it was done through the proper routes. The, ne- the, the the following two years we didn't actually do that. We just wrote raised money for. For charities, I think the, the following year was 2020, so it was a lockdown, and we did a band aid cover. So, do they know it's Christmas? But we got like 50 metal vocalists. Involved. Oh, that's amazing! Like, um, but it was all over like Zoom, do you know what I mean? It was like not at the same time, but we just got them to film bits on their phone and then we spliced it together. Um, which I'm, I'm still super proud of that one because that was took about a month and a half to put to, to get people involved and badgering people and you know we really tried our luck with big bands and some of it worked out some of it didn't um and that was for i think that was for crisis I'm trying to fucking, i can't remember who it was for it was for i think it was for a um it was for a homeless charity i think because 
because obviously COVID and, and, and stuff around that was, mm. um, I think I'm sure it was crisis that we'd done, that we did that one for. Um, um, and then, yeah, and then, yeah, we did stay another day for, for mind again, another year where I think people's mental health had, had taken a tumble. It was, we were trying to kind of choose, choose charities that, that resonated with something important for us as well. Like, you know, like homelessness, like poverty in the UK, you know, we, we, we shouldn't be in a position where people, especially like children as well, should, should not be in poverty in the UK. It's ridiculous. And then mental health, really important. So mind and Sophie, obviously Sophie's for various reasons, Sophie's very important for, for metal heads and everything like that about, you know, mm. being able to be yourself without prejudice. Um, I can't remember what fucking point I was making now. Waffling, <laughs> waffling on so much that I'm... Um, so, yeah, we always wanted to do something that felt relevant that year, I think, as well as it was for, and, and do something good, especially around Christmas. Because Christmas is a weird... You know, you resonate, you, you kind of uh, would associate Christmas with, with happy and good times, but it's not for everyone kind of thing. No, and I guess that's, that's always the message. Um, but we want to do something fun and raise awareness at the same time. So the Stay Another Day one was was funny because we, we we thought we did the Band-Aid one the year before and we were like, right, can we do another Christmas song? And then uh, we thought about I don't know, it just it just kind of happened quite quite quickly. It was like, well, Stay Another Day, so we just cover that, but actually not do a metal cover of it so the instrumental's not metal. They're just, it's the actual song. Well, the funny thing is, right, we didn't even download a karaoke version. Lee programmed all of the choir. Like, he, he just no sat way. and did did all the song again, which felt, oh, like wow. a, felt like a waste of time. But <laughs> <laughs> just, just, get, just rip a karaoke version off YouTube. I mean, like, but anyway. Um, no, plagiarism's bad. That's, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> See how they like it. Um, um, yeah, it, so yeah, we, we thought about doing it and we thought the coach would be a funny idea and, and doing the video for like a it felt like a challenge as well. Because 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 the band-aid one was such a big challenge of getting that many people involved and then splicing it together, we were like, right, we need a, we want to kind of challenge ourselves again, but in a different way. Because we couldn't just do the same thing again. And then that felt like a good idea because it was a frame for frame remake. And if you and I think we did release it where the, the two were side by side. And Lee has pretty much got it to like, you know, nail yeah. it. So it, it literally does the exact same thing on both videos, which I was, which was awesome as well. That's awesome. Um, but our, we, we obviously don't have the budget to do. We had a green screen, uh, but the, hilariously, you know, there's a bit where they're all stood and they're kind of spinning round. Yeah, Toby made that right, and it's a pallet of wood with like. Um, you know, like desk chairs, like the wheels from desk chairs yeah, were screwed yeah, yeah, underneath. Yeah. And then we had to get a load of rope around it and like someone had to just pull the rope and we kind of, <laughs> like, absolute death trap. Um, but yeah, that was funny. And the coats. So the coats cost us a bit of money, but we couldn't find coats with the fur, like the fake fur around that they have. Mm. So, so we had to buy big coats and then bless her again. We bought, bought a load of fake fur, and then my mum sewed all this fur <laughs> onto the coats. What a hero! Yeah. So, and then that we kept the coats. Cool. We kept the coats, and they're really comfy. That's amazing. <laughs> I love the fact as well, though, that say because say in the day, technically, people say isn't a Christmas song, but I challenge them because I think it is because there's snow fucking falling to begin with, and they're yeah. all in massive fucking coats. So yeah. it, you know. 
it's it, oh, it's not a Christmas song. It's a, it's a love song. It's, a Christmas. it's definitely a Christmas song. It's a snow involved. It's a fucking Christmas song. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent, a Christmas song. I, I, I back you on that argument. I think it's a good song. It's always played at Christmas, so you know. Exactly. There we are. The Christmas Council has spoken. It is a Christmas song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but there's a question I like to ask every single guest. Well, mainly musicians, obviously, for obvious reasons. We're about to find out. Is Music videos, love them or hate them? Making them, that is. Uh, I think I'd probably get like skewed if, uh, like, if I didn't, if I didn't say I loved making the videos. <laughs> uh, music videos, music videos are a different kettle of fish because you've got to make. It's like three minutes, and you've got to film enough content, and you'd be surprised how much content you need to fill a, vid- a music video. You need to film a lot of stuff. I, I, if I'm being totally honest, I prefer the sketches. Yeah, I prefer writing the little skits because they're they're funner and they're easier and they're less of a slog. But I don't I don't dislike music videos um, at all. I, I quite you know. Because you combine because you make a sketch music video. We yeah we kind of have I think in some elements somewhere along the lines where I think we had a song that was like fifty seconds long and the video was like six minutes. <laughs> when we watched it back we were like oh right this is, this is, that we've really made this more about the video haven't we than the, the song um, but yeah I don't I don't I don't dislike music videos I, I tell you what on album three I'd quite like to to step outside our comfort zone because everything's very in-house with us it's very DIY I'd, I'd quite like to get other parties involved I'd like to do like a proper professional job but it's it's money isn't it I guess it's just like whether we yeah. whether it's feasible and get getting everyone in the room at the same time and making it work and, and making an idea come to life. But I do kind of like that process of, of having an idea and then bringing it to life. So I love it. So we've mentioned quite a few times about you guys playing a lot of live shows recently. Like we've mentioned with being again early and everything like that. But what, what exactly is a raised by owls live show look like? Do you implement a lot of that comedy aspect into the live show? Uh, yeah yeah i think we try and uh, i think it, it revolves massively around fun uh, and having fun and, and not not was not taking ourselves seriously but I, I like trying to make the crowd like not take themselves too seriously and just kind of let loose a little bit like it's still a metal show at heart it, you know we're not it, it doesn't go off on wild tangents where like we, we just start playing like some polka music and we're all dancing around and stuff. Like it, it does stay quite, you know, it stays on track of like, we, we will, it's a traditional kind of metal set, but you know, I'll crack a few jokes in between, in between songs. There might be like little, little on stage skits that, that we indulge in now and then and, and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, it's mainly about like, we want to have fun. And when we hope that it, I find that sometimes it's infectious. So if, if we're having fun and we're having a laugh up there, then hopefully it spreads. And as long as people are having fun, that's the that's the main thing. Um, I'm trying to think of what we do at live shows that are particularly comedic. We used to do grindcore karaoke. That used to be fun, um, where we'd get a member of the audience to come up and do um, our, our song about when David Cameron knobbed that pig. It was called. <laughs> It was called David Cameron's favorite band is Pig Destroyer, and we'd get in the, <laughs> and the and the lyrics were David not the pig, and we'd just get members of the audience to scream it. So I'd get like a handful up, and then I'd try and ask someone who'd never done vocal like metal vocals before in their life to come up and do it, and get them to do it as well. So that was always fun. Mister Blobby joins us on stage, which is hilarious because it's our friend Jamie, 
who's in like a blow up Mr. Blobby costume. Not like a good one either, like a 40 <laughs> quid one from like Love Your Babes costume shop. Uh, Love um, Your Babes costume. <laughs> that's the costume shop like closest to us. I think it's called Love Your Babes. <laughs> um, and it's got like a fan in it, so it inflates. But as soon as anyone touches him, he starts to deflate. So he looks way more nightmarish. He looks terrifying. <laughs> but also, like he when he crowd surfs in it, it just deflates massively. So he just looks like a used condom. <laughs> like a polka dot condom just floating along the crowd, which again is really funny. Um, but some people are terrified of him as well. Like some people will, he will walk on stage and people are like, nah, nah. I'm out of it. Like I've seen people walk to the to the back of the room and leave, and then when the song is finished and he's gone, they come back in. Which is people which that is, scared of Mr. Blobby. Yeah, apparently. Well, it's it's hard. He's obviously like, uh, you know, for a lot of people, he was associated with a lot of a lot of people's childhood, mine included. Well, yeah. And um, I had the cassette single. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What a what a banger. Um, <laughs> and yeah, he. A lot of people like love him, but some people are terrified of him. But some grown men just beat the shit out of him. <laughs> like, kind of forget that there's a human in that costume and just destroy him. Like, I'm, 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 like there's been shows where I've had to kind of go, right, calm down. Like, there's a, per- there's a man in there. <laughs> We've like considered. Actually, Mr. Blobby, calm no, down. No, he unlocks this kind of childhood aggression. And they're like, I need to get him. And it's, oh, Jesus Christ. Um, which is funny as well, because our mate Jamie, who does it, like he literally follows us around the country doing this. And he comes on stage for four minutes, right? And he literally has the, he has all the stuff of being in a band, like waiting around service stations, sitting in a van, sitting around at a venue. But even less so than performing for like 40, 45 minutes, he gets four minutes to get the shit beaten out of him in a Mr. Blobby costume. <laughs> and what's funny about that is, is he's got a master's degree. <laughs> <laughs> like, every show I'm like, stay in school, kids, this could be you. <laughs> <laughs> Follow your dreams. But talking talking about live events, though, um, you played uh, at a at Fest 3 against Footprints in the Custard. Um, oh, I suppose yes, you yeah. won. I don't. I don't know. I don't, I don't know what it was. I don't know really what happened. I, I, it, it was like, like wrestling themed, uh, and I kind of I, I wore a wrestling mask. And then, but yeah, there was never there was never a winner or anything like that. So, oh. I'll say we won. Yeah, they yeah, yeah. I, I definitely say that as well. Yeah, so. yeah, we we yeah we won by a mile. Um, but yeah, no, lo- lo- love the footprints guys. Though I actually did vocals for them. A gig in Preston earlier this year, which was which was really cool, put me out of my comfort zone a little bit. But learning someone's complete set was just very odd. That wasn't like you know, when it's your own, when you've come up with your own stuff, you're like, oh, it's quite easy to remember where this is and find your footing. But someone's stuff, you're like, oh Jesus, yeah, this is completely alien. Hard to find your footing in custard. You are. So it's harder to find your footing in custard. Yes. (laughs) Get out. Get out. I'm not podcasting with you ever again. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> what a dad joke, man. I was proud of that. Leave me alone. <laughs> no, I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. 
See, there you go. <laughs> so before we start wrapping up, well, a question I do like to ask musicians is, is, is if someone is like watching this now and they've not heard you guys before, what's one song and maybe one video that you'd recommend people to go check out? So it's like a perfect example of what you guys are about. Um, so a song, maybe Cult of David Dickinson, I would tell uh, because I because it's stupid. The music video is stupid. It's just like a lyric video, but it's loads of it, like David Dickinson footage. But I think that song is like, you take the stupid lyrics away from that and that could hold up as like a proper band song. <laughs> like, wow, a proper <laughs> band could have made this. <laughs> if only they had. Um, yeah, and I think that that holds up. Because I think that's what we always try and do as well. Like, believe it or not, we, we try and make the music something we would enjoy ourselves. Like music does come first and then the comedy comes over it or the silliness comes over it. Like, like I say, we don't go into like this weird kind of polka band halfway through a song, like oh, do 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 do, and it's like like the cantina band from Star Wars halfway through a song. <laughs> we try like if you took away the comedy, it should still hold up as a really like credible metal song is what we go for. So I think the song would be called David Dickinson for that reason because I, I still think that's a good song. Um, and which, by the way, I'm not that favourable on all our songs. Like I. I've looked back in the past and sorry, that's my dog going on. Um, I've looked, I've gone. Um, Josh, it's not my favourite song. No, no, he's. I'm, I'm saying that there's some songs I don't like, and he's just trying. He's bigging me up. He's like my emotional support dog. But they're all great. They're all great. Stop being negative about yourself. Self love. That's what my dog preaches. Um, yeah, I. There's some, yeah, there's some songs I've looked back on now with uh, with a different set of eyes and ears and gone. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> Jeez, that's shite. <laughs> Shocking. I can't believe we put it on the album. Uh, but, you know, you live and learn. We didn't really know, again, we didn't really know what we were doing. So I'm, I'm hoping that the next album is kind of... We don't have a quality vetting process, is one thing I'll say, is that we, we kind of... Every album, we just put all the songs that we've written onto it, and we don't go, should we get rid of that one? Like, nah, just put them all on. Bring them all in there. It would be all right. We had, like, literally none left over from, for our second album. Um, whereas I think this time around, we're going to be a bit more, like, picky. So anyway, going off tangent, Call of David Dickinson is the song, and the video, I, I, I do like the, the two metalheads meeting because I think it's so universal, and it, it seems, and it, every now and then it will just pick up again, and people will just it'll reach a new audience or or whatever. But I do like the Slipknot sound engineer one. I, I'd like, yes. I think pointing people towards that. I was proud of that one. That was cool. Um, which is yeah. So my choice would be that one because I think it's an example of us taking the mick out of a band. But obviously, as I said earlier. That I wouldn't be here without Slipknot. So, yeah, yeah. you know, it clearly comes from a place of, of admiration, but it doesn't mean they're, you know, they're, they're, you can't, they can't be parodied. Because no one can not be parodied, you know what I mean? Every, oh, no, everyone, everything and everyone can be parodied. It's just, it's just, it's all about contents, context and, and how you do it, I guess. And it's, it's just, like I said earlier, as long as you're not being mean or being a dick about people or being just cruel for the sake of cruelty, like, you know, also, just just because I've remembered it as I talk about it, 
bartender at a black metal gig is one of the best videos I've ever watched in my life. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The bartender <laughs> ones are good. The bartenders have got a lot of legs to them as well. Like, we could do a lot more of the bartender ones um, when we probably will. To be fair, we're going to start picking up filming again soon because we've fallen off the radar a bit. I kind of just dropped off writing them and dropped off filming them. And uh, like, like I say, boring life shit's got in the way. But hopefully, like 2023, I'm, I'm hoping to be like, new album, new videos, get a load of stuff out. In fact, there'll be probably a video before the year's out. So Amazing. Amazing. Have you got anything coming up that you can talk about? Any live shows or anything on the way? Uh, we're playing London on Friday the 25th of November, I think, at the New Crossing um, as part of like a, a, a death metal festival, which should be really cool. Um, and that's our last show of the year. Um, and then... Next February, I think we're playing the Southwest Heavy Fest Winter Warm Up, um, right down south, Southwest, as the name would suggest. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, check our Facebook pages for the shows. We haven't got loads like announced yet because, again, we're like we're we're kind of knee deep in album three, uh, and the progress has been slower than we'd liked, but it's starting to pick up now. So I think next year is we want to hit it hard again. We want to put an album out, put a load of videos out, put a load of music videos out, do a load of stuff and just get everywhere and really hit it hard. Because especially post-COVID, I mean, COVID, we made the best out of that situation, but I think now we want to like, we were kind of halfway through an album cycle. So it, we, we kind of had an unfinished business. So when we got back, we finished that business. <laughs> and now we have, now we have new business. <laughs> Love it. Mr. Stevens, do you have any more questions for our wonderful guest? I do. When you first started uh, Raised by Hours in your mate's bedroom, I mean, did you ever think that you'd have two albums out, three Christmas songs, um, you know, and be touring the country and playing Bloodstock? You know, did you ever think this is where you'd be today? No, not not for a second. Like, ne never in a million years. It was like obviously pipe dream stuff, like Bloodstock itself. And when we won Metal for the Masses, and and got the new blood slot. It's just like wow, this is this is a dream come true. Um, what was what I loved about that though, right? Is I, I loved that we got the bloodstock slot and we played bloodstock the first time, and it was it was such a cool turnout, and people really reacted well, and the tent was round. I was like, fucking hell, like this is it, this is it now. We've 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 this is it. Only ways up, only ways up now. And it was so humbling. The next show after that, we played to like three people. And I was, <laughs> do you know, I was so glad. Like, it sounds horrendous. Like, most people would be like, oh, fuck that. We went, we drove, we drove about three hours to play this, like, disused room to three people where we, the, we had to do the PA ourselves on stage. And I was like, cool. This has kept me down, grounded down to earth. <laughs> like, I'm so glad. I'm so glad that I've had, I've had that dizzying height, and then got back to normal and been like, no, you know, Bloodstock are, are amazing and cool, but you know, you have got to, you've got to put the work in and shit like that. So, no, it's, it, I never thought we'd get to where we are, but I think like we, we kind of keep persevering, we keep pushing, and we keep we keep chugging along and. Um, just keep having fun. I think one golden rule we've had is that as long as we're having fun, as soon as it stops being fun, we stop. And it hasn't stopped being fun yet. Like So we, we carry on and, uh, and we see where it takes us. Again, it's interesting to see where we'll go. But yeah, very cool. I look forward to it. I look forward to seeing where you say, I think it goes dizzying new heights. 
Oh, that'd be that'd be that'd be lovely. I'd uh, yeah, I'd be. I'd like to get to dizzying new heights. I'd like to be dizzy for a bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, as high as possible, please. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really high. I want to be really dizzy, please. <laughs> yeah. I want to be sick everywhere. <laughs> yeah. I want to have vertigo. Yeah, and I want it for a long time. No yeah. cure. I just want vertigo. <laughs> Even if I beg you to let me down, don't let me down. <laughs> Sam, before we let you go, any plugs, social medias, anything you want people to go check out? Um, no, not really. Race Biles, we're on all the channels. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We don't really use Twitter, but we're on there. Uh, we're on Instagram. We're on TikTok. Um, down with the kids on TikTok. Uh, and that's it, really. Yeah, just just follow us on, on all the no, normal socials. Bandcamp, all our all our stuff's for free on Bandcamp. You can download both our albums for free. Although most people just stream nowadays, but they're on streaming sites as well. So yeah, raise battles, just check us out. And uh, oh yes, YouTube, subscribe to our YouTube because we don't get as much love on the YouTube as we do as some of the others. And uh, yeah, I'd like I'd like our YouTube to to uh, you know watch us on whatever you want to watch us on. <laughs> oh, tell you how to live. <laughs> before we let you go sir we like to play a little game with our guests sometimes but there's a little twist on it this week because normally i've got a set of questions i like to ask but i put into a few different groups like bloodstock group and download groups like that you were coming on the show is anyone have any questions and they came up with the most bizarre questions i was like you know what i'm just going to use these for the quickfire because <laughs> they are not okay. something i could fit into an interview quite frankly so right, okay it's basically, we ask a question, you answer it as quick as you can. It's as simple as that. So we've got, from Betty Bailey, she assures me you'll get this reference. She says, please ask him what his kids' names are. His, my kids' names are? Yes. She tells me you'll get this reference. <laughs> yeah, I do. I do, I, I do get, I, I don't have children. I don't have children. <laughs> um, she, 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 she made a joke out of me, right? And, uh, like, <laughs> so I was at a festival, right? And um, we'd played and, and she came she came up to me and she was talking to me for a bit and we were, we were having a nice chat. And she was saying, well, my kids are at home, my two kids, I've got two kids, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, cool. Like, you know, like nice bit of like back and forth chat. You know, I, I, I don't like, if people are talking to me about Rage Battles, I genuinely do want to talk about them as well. I don't, it's not like some fucking ego rock star. I'm like, yes, keep, keep stroking the ego, please. Um, and I was like, oh, what's your kids' names? And she's like, why would I tell you that? Like, proper stone cold face. She's like, why would I tell you that? I don't know you. And I was like, I'm not a, I'm not a predator. <laughs> I'm not. And I said something like that to her as well. I was like, look, I'm not a, I'm not a, a deviant. I'm just, I'm just being polite. Like, <laughs> and 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 then she just started laughing. So she fully like made me uncut, like made me squirm. So she was just like, why would I tell you that? I don't know you. And I, I'm a proper like, I'm, I'm just, I don't. I'm not, no harm intended. I'm really sorry. I just, you know, it doesn't matter. <laughs> you must have been the yeah. bloody costume. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then for the rest of the weekend, she she kept she we kept bumping into each other, and then she would say, like she'd make reference to it. So I think that's the lady. I'm hoping. That's <laughs> I the hope lady. so. No, yeah. <laughs> if it's not, what was her name again? Betty Bailey. Betty Bailey. I think it was. I think it was Betty <laughs> Bailey, yeah. I'm almost certain it was. If it's not, then I don't know what the fuck they're on about. <laughs> <laughs> David Roberts says, what is the best biscuit to go with a lovely cup of tea? Ooh, that's a good question. 
we did it. We did like a bit of a YouTube serial uh, earlier in the year where we ranked what was the most like metal biscuit was, and the most metal f- flavor of crisp, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, and I can't actually remember what we said about biscuits. I know that Jaffa cakes aren't a biscuit; they're a small cake. They are, yes. Um, oh, that's hard. The best. What to go with a cup of tea? Did he say to go with a cup of tea? Yeah. I, I, I'm not opposed to a nice chocolate digestive. It's a bit, it's a bit bland, but it's yeah, it's good. solid. It's solid, and, and the chocolate melt uh, like melts, and it it's just ple- it's very pleasant. Also, when the digestive gets really soggy, but just before it breaks, that's yeah, that's that that's is elite. Well, nice. Yes, that's the yeah, peak moment. Yeah, that is, yeah, yeah. Shortbreads nice. I don't mind shortbread, but I'm a I'm not a Tory. <laughs> 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 don't know why I said that. <laughs> no, the Scottish is upset. Yeah, no, uh, shortbreads are not a are not a Tory. Uh, a, I was going to fucking say. <laughs> yeah, after after eights are though, aren't they? They are. They're definitely. Oh yeah, yeah, they're definitely yeah. up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah. yeah, they are. Um, yeah, they're, they're not pleasant. <laughs> Bez Morris continues on the biscuit train. I don't know why there's so much biscuit talk, but he says custard creams or bourbon creams. Which ones are you going for? Uh, bourbon. Yes. Bourbon. Absolutely. Definitely, definitely, but I'm, I'm, I'm more of a bourbon fan for sure. And last but not least, this one made me laugh. Tom Lee, which side of the wall pit are you on? Scone or scone? Oh, yeah. So that was another thing I missed out from saying about our live shows. So we do the karaoke, we do the uh, Mr. Blobby, but we also do a wall of death, which is the most British wall of death where it's scones or scones and you split the room <laughs> and you run at each other for whether it's scones or scones. Uh, I, it's, I'm on the right side of the wall, right? And it's scone. It is. Scone, there's, an, yes. there's, there's an E on the end of it. It's, you don't, you know, stone. Yes. You don't say stone. Yes. So, it's exactly my thing. If you take the S off, you say cone. You don't say con. No, of it's course. And I, and I say this at the live shows. It's not like I'm going behind our fans' backs and telling and this is this breaking news. At the show, I will say it's the left. It's scones. They've got it right. I'm sorry, I don't make the rules, <laughs> but they've got it right. And I normally get a lot of middle fingers thrown at me. Um I agree. So, yeah. No, they were they were excellent questions. Thank you. But I will throw in one of my own that I do love to ask every single guest when we do this. If you had a time machine and you could go back in time and give one piece of advice to yourself when you were a young wee lad, what might that be? Oh, that is good. That's very good. Um, shit. <laughs> I mean, would you say that? <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> shit. <laughs> God, That's weird. what he'd say. Look at you, where you come from? <laughs> yeah, me holding my owl. Who's that? <laughs> Um, I don't know. Man. <laughs> like stay in school. Don't, no, follow this. This is a bit. This is a bit deep. Probably a bit like not, not that, not all that. Like just like follow. Do do you actually do something that you want to do? Because I went to uni and did something I didn't really want to do because I felt like I needed to go and do something, and I wish I hadn't. So it, I, I'd have just said pursue what you actually want to do sooner than what you did pursue it because I didn't I, I mean I wasn't in Raised by Alistair I was like 23, 24 um, which is probably a blessing because I was I was an idiot like I could have been like 17, 18 like I'd probably look back on what I'd have created then with even even more like Jesus you know I'm saying on the first album like, <laughs> I look at a song and I'm like that's shit 
And I, I probably have that even worse now. But yeah, just just and it's so cliche as well. But just don't give it. Just don't. Just try to care less about people's opinions who don't really matter to you all that much. You know, don't be don't be a, again. Don't be awful. Don't be a dick to people. But you know, you spent a lot of your time caring too much about what people thought who who really didn't have that much impact on your life when you had a framework of people who cared about you very much and were you know uh, have been almost a solid support mechanism so listen to them and not anyone else uh, which i think is, is probably a, is probably one that a lot of people could go back also um don't run across the road on saturday at half five when you've been framed with jeremy beadles on because you'll get hit by a car <laughs> That's oddly specific. <laughs> yeah, well, that's that's what happened. I ran across the road because the ice cream man came and I got hit by a car. But, but, I got a free ice cream out of it. Yes, so, yes. You, want, you want a free ice cream, just get hit by a car in front of an ice cream van. <laughs> <laughs> that's a life lesson there, kids. Yeah, he, he's not. He was, be careful. <laughs> no, no, yeah, literally. But, uh, genuinely, look both ways. Um, <laughs> Yeah, uh, the, the ice cream man, the, not the van, the man out of the van came into my house shaking like a shitting dog. But, <laughs> like, I, te- I mean, obviously, because he was like this, bless him, he was like 70 years old and you just watch a kid fly through the air. <laughs> like, poor bastard. I'm like, proper traumatised, this poor old ice cream man. Uh, man, keep saying van. Um, and, he, yeah, he came in, but it was a double, double whippy flake. Oh, with sauce? Oh. Yeah, he put sauce all over it. Red, which Imagine. I thought was a bit in- red, which I thought was a bit insensitive. <laughs> <laughs> then I realised it was me. Oh shit! That's- <laughs> <laughs> I just scooped this up off the road for you. There's a bit of ground. <laughs> I've picked it out. Do you want it back? <laughs> um, oh. Yeah. So yeah, that'd be just stay watching Jeremy Beadle on you've been framed. <laughs> so Super. Ign- ignore the ice cream, man. That's my advice to younger me. Sam, thank you so much. It's been so much fun. I really appreciate you doing this for us. No, no, no. Honestly, thank you so much for asking me to be a part of it. It's it's super cool. Um, really honoured to to have, have a platform to just chat shit and and have a laugh. And it's it's lovely. And and you know, thanks for everyone to watching it. If you know, and uh, yeah, thank you, thank you both. Awesome. No, it's work. been a pleasure, Sam. Thank, thank you, so, you much. so much. We really appreciate it. But. Enjoy the rest of you, sir. We do appreciate your time and uh, we will catch up soon. Cool. All right. Well, yeah. Every yeah. Ace, thank thank you both. Uh, take care of one another and the loved ones. And yeah. And and anyone watching, just take care of each other. Super. You smashed out the park, my friend. So thank you cool. so much. No, thank you for having me. Honestly, it's it's been a it's been a pleasure. It's been like a proper call and fun. I've been really looking forward to it this week. Um, and let me know if you need anything from me like pictures I, said, I think I said I'd send you the one of me with an owl so yeah yeah um, but if you've got any preference in photo for the artwork other than that yeah all good oh yeah whatever I, yeah just any, any find something yeah if I just do, put someone else <laughs> just put Cliff Richard <laughs> as the thumbnail be like Cliff Richard from Raised by Owls <laughs> In fact, one more thing is that me and my friend talked about, I don't even know if this is a band, but we wanted to call another band name. I quite like thinking of, of quirky band names, you know, like Pat, Pat Mustard. But uh, I once thought, of the, we thought of the band name called Riff Clitchard. 
thought it'd be <laughs> such a fucking banging name. Like a proper riff-driven band as well, like really groovy shit. Just like riff, we are riff glitcher. <laughs> proper sludge. That'd be amazing. <laughs> oh, oh incredible. I'm, I'm going to have to go because I'm going to leave for work in a moment. So... Oh, okay. This was phenomenal. Thank you so much, mate. I really appreciate it. No worries. Thank you, boys. It's been a, it's been an absolute pleasure. Yeah, thank you, Sam. Take care of yourself, my friend. We'll see you soon. See you later. Yeah. Thank you. Bye-bye. 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 What a fantastic conversation. I know it sounds weird to say, but I found that conversation so inspirational. Just guys going, do you know what? I fucking love this shit. I'm going to go do it. Like, who cares if people don't like it? I'm doing it. It's fun. Yeah, you get to live our dream a little bit in a way because obviously you're touring, you're playing shows, you're playing festivals, Bloodstock, for example, um, getting your name out there. And it was all just because you were just piss arsing around while your mates, <laughs> mum, dad, and nan were having a roast. Love it. It's fucking beautiful. I love it. Is so that most bands are crazy? <laughs> I think it should be, even though it's not. <laughs> Sam, again, thank you so much, my friend, for taking the time to come and chat to us. We absolutely loved it. And we really hope that you guys enjoyed listening to it as much as we did recording it. Mr. Stevens. What goes with a spoon on a plate? Fuck, we're back here. Sorry. Uh, Yeah, sorry, Jamie. Uh, It's audience participation time. Bring it. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to participate in Jamie's Participation Challenge. This week, I said, toast. Isn't it beautiful? So this week, I ask you a simple but humble question. What is your favourite topping for the humble slice of toast? Avocado, cheese, beans, egg? Let us know. What say you, Mr. Stevens? Lemon curd. Lemon curd. Do you know I've oh never my had God. lemon curd on toast? Have you not? It's just, it, it's just incredible. I love peanut butter as well, so that's another strong contender. Um, and I do love butter and mackerel. I like smashing mackerel in there as well and having it with the tomato ketchup. But okay. Trust me, magnificent. Um, egg and mackerel. Sorry, scrambled egg and mackerel. I'm going lemon curd. What about you? <sighs> See, I really struggled with this one because I feel like it's such a versatile food. But I think you get it. It has to be cheese. It's just fuck it. You can't beat cheese on cheese toast. Cheese on toast, yeah. Wash the sauce? No, just cheese on toast. Maybe a little bit. Wash maybe, the a, sauce. maybe a little bit of ketchup. No. Love me some cheese on toast. I had cheese on toast yesterday when I got back from the gig. I was like, I'm feeling peckish. I'm having some cheese on toast. Just, I just love me some cheese on toast. You're not getting sprout cheese this year, are you? I haven't seen it for sale yet, but if I do, I will. Did okay. I have that on toast last year? I don't know. If I didn't, I am this year. Anyway. Right, let's get some audience answers. Mr. Graham Arnold, in this climate, whatever's free. <laughs> yeah. Air? Air, yeah. I'll have a air on toast. You've got to pay for the bread first. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. I'm going to go rob a loaf. <laughs> I used to have an old lady at Morrison's used to rob a loaf. I didn't even notice. The only oh. reason I noticed is I caught her. Um, oh. She's coming every morning, not every morning, every two or three mornings. Um, and yeah, I randomly just happened to walk past. I As I turned, I saw her walk in the bag and she fucked her out. And I went, I'm pretty sure that one is a stolen loaf. So I looked at the cameras and I was right. 
I didn't, I didn't fucking stop her. I don't touch her. I don't care. <laughs> ladies, if you want some fucking loaf of bread, you can have it. I didn't so stop you. I was thinking, yeah, if that was some young kid, you'd be like, you son of a bitch, where's it an old lady? Like, ah, she's obviously... I, I had some kids rubbing a whole 24-pack of Carl in. They came in, ran, grabbed it and left, and I just ran the school. Well, <laughs> I rang the police, and then they found the schools, and they got done, and they never came back. Like that. Anyway, like sorry. That. Carry on. Debbie Myatt, my mother, which is uh, going to make me say something that she says to me quite often. Mother, I am not of your loins. This is disgusting. Peanut butter and Marmite together. You ruined it, Debbie. I had really high expectations there. I actually really liked to, but you just ruined it with fucking Marmite, heathen. You. Peanut butter, fucking right. Kaylee Ann, fish fingers, mushy peas and cheese toasties are the way forward, she says. A, a mushy piece, though. Do you really want to put that in there? Yeah, no. Look, a fish like, finger toasty has me intrigued, but mushy peas. It sounds fucking like mushy peas are great, but do you really want to put them inside something that's like nuclear ready? It's gonna, they're going to be boiling. Oh, no, I don't know how I feel about that one. Matt Rose, a poached egg. There we are. Can't argue that. Nice and simple. Nice and simple. Classy bastard. Claire Jones. This this right here proves why she's. Just like one of my favourite people on the whole planet. Chicken noodles, beans and cheese. <laughs> okay. Your face then. Chicken noodles, beans and chicken cheese. Chicken noodles don't fucking taste of anything. They don't taste, I, I don't understand chicken flavoured things. They don't fucking taste of anything. They don't taste anything like chicken, that's for sure. Like, no, exactly. Chicken flavoured crisps taste fuck all like chicken. If you're going to go for noodles, go for something better like curry or something. Oh, banging. Or bacon flavour. Mind you, bacon flavour things don't really taste like bacon. Anyway, sorry, carry on. No, they don't. Adam Lancaster, he says, pretty much the only correct answer to this question. Cheese. Beans and cheese. Yeah. Has to, has to be cheese of Adam. Has to be cheese. <laughs> Gemma Williams says, the soul of my enemies. Oh, peanut butter and jam. I want to know what the soul of their enemies tastes like. Mm, there we are. Move on. <laughs> Holly Ma- no, again, it's like P, P, uh, PB&J, isn't it? PB, PB&J. Mm, yeah, I don't know. It, it's never really... Depends. No, it doesn't depend. No, 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 I can't. Not for you. I just can't eat peanut butter in general. But just because I know this world debate goes out there, I feel like I should ask you and get your opinion. Crunchy or smooth? I like either. I'll eat either. I'm more He's than happy with either. Don't He's give a shit. <laughs> Uh, Tony D- Gaskin says sardines. Yeah, genius. Good. Really <gasps> strong choice. Um, Holly Mansfield says, you've just made me really want cheese on toast. Nice. Worcestershire yeah. sauce as well, Holly, yeah? I-, I hope she got her cheese on toast. Kat Morris says a variety of things, but at the moment is lotus biscuit bread. Oh! Naughty, naughty girl. Yes! That sounds amazing. <laughs> I love me some biscoffee. Like, get in my face. <laughs> it was the greatest reaction ever. <laughs> oh, you naughty girl. <laughs> I'm gonna sorry. I sound like I was fucking 18 in a leather jacket in a club on my own, didn't I? Um <laughs> Danielle Bushell says banana toasted sandwiches. No. I love a banana sandwich, but I'm not sure about a banana toasted sandwich. That intrigues me. Just the same thing. Oh, no, because the bread's crispy for a banana toast. It's bread. Who gives a fuck what it's like? It's still bread. It's been cooked again. It's crispy. (laughs) 
<laughs> Lindsay Hooper with an answer which really intrigued me. Buttery butter. How, yeah, good. how do you make butter more buttery? Put more on, I guess. I don't know. Oh, maybe. That works. <laughs> Chris chopping chicken livers. <laughs> chicken livers. For those that are, he's 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 being a dick. He's being stupid. Oh, okay. So, uh, that's all right then, because ew. Chris is a is a stand-up comedian um, and a good friend of mine. Actually, uh, I used to work with him at Specsavers. Uh, hence, when I questioned, said chicken liver, said this is the most Chris answer a Chris could ever give. He then added more on. I don't know if you saw that. Oh, I didn't that. see that. Oh, okay. Damn it. Um, yeah, it's, it's just a very Chris answer. He doesn't eat fucking chicken livers. He eats uh, chicken. But not chicken livers. But not chicken livers. His wife is just so all right. She's vegan. Oh, okay. Uh, Jason Gullick says marmite and sardines in tomato sauce. So, Jace, you've ruined it with marmite again. Like the sardines and tomato sauce, apps are fucking lootly. But you've ruined it with marmite. What is it? Stop man? it. Fucking marmite. Leave I don't marmite. get it. Why? It's horrible. I, don't, I just don't. It's definitely love it or hate it kind of thing, isn't it? And, mm. you know, people think what the fuck they're like going back to what I said at the start of the show. But marmite should be destroyed. Yes, it really should. It's just wrong. I'm Especially always... after former guest Nell Campbell is fucking gorging it live on the oh, show. God, I forgot about that. It's my cold <laughs> Vegemite on toast. <laughs> oh, Nell, you legend. I know. Gareth Williams with the most poshest Tory answer I've ever heard in my life. Smoked salmon and avocado with chilli flakes. It's He's <sighs> not a Tory. He's a gym goer. Oh, it's one so, of them. Yeah. I need all the protein. That's what that is. I need all the protein for me games. That is delicious. Avocado is fucking a ma- Smoked salmon is elite. I'm going to have to get some for Christmas, I think. Never tried avocado. Surely a Tory has to be quails, eggs, and caviar. That's a good point, actually. <laughs> that fucking video that I put up from the other week just plays in my head. <laughs> are quails, eggs, darling. Oh, they'll get them away, Sharon. <laughs> Uh, Phil Andre says a couple of perfectly poached eggs would go down a treat failing that a crunchy peanut butter with a drizzle of honey and a sprinkle of blueberries fucking that's also a very fucking Tory I mean who's got all that time to make that sort of toast it's fucking bread I've got the time to fucking sprinkle a a, a drizzle of honey on there Phil Uh, it does sound delicious though not gonna lie it sounds really fucking delicious but I've got the time to make that shit I just want to eat my toast fair play blueberries though yes fucking please Mally Malpass, during the cost of living crisis, I've been really getting into air on toast. Well, I say toast, it's bread that I've cupped in my hands and warmed in my breath. <laughs> <laughs> He's such a Bristolian, isn't he? <laughs> he really is. Two left. Becky Westwood. There's no right answer to this question. Sometimes just butter is needed, but there's also a need for cheese on toast, jam on toast, egg on toast, and chalky spread on toast when you need something a bit more cheeky. She's right. Chocolate spread. I've gone for chocolate spread on crumpets. That's fucking amazing. Chocolate spread um, on crumpets. That I've not it's, tried. It's great. It's because it leaks to the whole. <laughs> I oh. literally heard that from the other room then. All I heard then was from Becky was, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Chocolate spread on crumpets. It sounds obviously ridiculous, but it's because it seeps through the holes. Oh, Jamie Oh, Yes. Yeah. Oh, everyone oh, loves chocolate yeah. spread through the holes. Oh, get that in Always. Not when it comes out, though. That's no, when not it comes when it comes out. out. No. Nobody wants that one. <laughs> I ain't spreading that nowhere. 
<laughs> and last but not least, it's the man himself, Mr. Ryan Williams. Really depends on my mood, but I put a hard-boiled egg with some butter and salsa on toast. Hard-boiled egg and salsa. Interesting. Okay, so American. Uh, also, I put peanut butter and jelly on toast. My poor man's churro is popular with my daughter, and that's butter, cinnamon, and sugar on toast. Oh, poor yes. man's churro. I quite like that idea. I like that a lot. Um, Havarti cheese and a hard-boiled egg on toast. A toast with salsa and avocado, toasted peanut butter and honey. And finally, my favourite thing to do with toast is to get two pieces of toast, add cheese, ham, salami or turkey, a little bit of mustard and a little bit of lettuce in between the two. Yeah, that sounds banging. I should quite like this. I'm not a big fan of mustard, but I can see with those meats, it worked quite well. We love a Ryan Williams answer. We, we do love a Ryan Williams answer. Ryan's answer. I'm so pleased that he's back answering each week. So, Ryan, it's a pleasure to see you, my friend. Hope you're well. It's good to hear from you. Um, what's Havarti cheese, by the way? I've never heard of Havarti cheese. I didn't know. Must be a. Let's have a look. Have to look it up. American cheese. What's going we'll on? Say that. Um, but yeah, thank you to absolutely everybody that participated in Jamie's participation challenge. We love it every single week. Really excited to see what this week's is. Uh, I have yet to indulge myself on this Wednesday evening. Um, so, if you enjoy Jamie's participation challenge, and also over here, you enjoy Callum's reachings. And then just a little bit to the left, up here, you enjoy Tom's journal, the show, and all the absolutely wanky bollocks we speak with the interview. Then you enjoy the other 63 editions of the Chronicles of Podcast, wherever you get your podcasts from, whether it be Spotify, Google, Apple, whatever you use, wherever you, wherever, whherever has podcasts available, we're going to be right there. I'm not Rob Van Damme either, but we're definitely going to be there. You can also come and find us on YouTube at the Chronicles of Podcast. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. Make sure you hit the bell to get notified when new videos are released. And comment, comment, comment. would massively appreciate it. You can also find our hashtag WBW Way Back Wednesdays on there every single week. They obviously have ended, but they're all there for you to thoroughly enjoy and sink your teeth into. Um, we've also got our live Bloodstock interviews along with our live Bloodstock vlog Please get watching that and share that as far as you can because it's for the Sophie Lancaster Foundation and we'd really appreciate it. Um, you can also find us on Facebook, Jamie, at the Chronicles of Podcast. Uh, make sure you hit that like button, share it everywhere, tell your mates about it, put some memes, put whatever you want on there. Just get on that Facebook page, get sharing it, get liking it. Uh, Jamie, uh, just think about it. Where else could you find us? Uh, sat in the corner with Spotify and gone, do you know what? Tall aren't actually that bad. <laughs> Well, maybe. Or on the Twitter <laughs> at TCOPod. Jamie, think about it, actually. Where else could you find us? Uh, giggling at the idea of sidecock. That or on the Instagram at TCOPod. You can also come and find us on TikTok at TCOPod. Jamie's done an absolutely wonderful job. And now he's breaking the show down into clips for you on TikTok and Instagram for just, just to enjoy to get a little bit of taste of this is why you should watch the show. Not just the interview. Come watch the show as well, because we give you as much content as we physically fucking can, you naughty little devils, you. Um, but you can also come on down to our beautifully, brand spankingly sexy, and incredibly deliciously sexy and wonderful, innovative little website at www.thechroniclesofpodcast.com. You can find out all about us are on there, all of our shows and episodes are on there, and all of our affiliations and sponsors are on there. Come down, check it out. You won't, you won't be disappointed. The Chronicles... 
of podcasts. Downloaders, reviewers, sharers, raters, tell all of your friends about us. Subscribe to us. Allow us into your ears. But most importantly, Jamie, don't you think that songs used to be really overly sexual back in the day? Now they're not. Yeah. Not about love. Said, I want to have sex on the beach. I'm horny, 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 horny. horny. <laughs> up and down and up, up and, and down. down. Uh, there's so many. And now it's like, I just want to love you, baby. Let's can't get enough of your love. That's an one, yeah. So many, so fucking many, and now you don't get any of that anymore. Oh, what's it's garbage? I'm you know, turn it off. And now it's watermelon sugar high. Just talk yeah. about wanking, Harry. Just talk about cum. Don't have to fucking talk <laughs> about fucking watermelons. Just say, let's all have a blowjob and cum. Let's all have a blowjob and cum. <laughs> fucking ridiculous. <laughs> Just say what you mean. Don't hide it. I'm sure Radio want to fucking love that shit. If Harry Styles released it, probably. Yeah. Oh, fucking superb. Before we get out of here, shall we say a thank you to a few of our friends? First of all, let's say thank you to the man that supplies all of our music, Mr. Singer Songer. Singer Songer? Let me try that one again. Mr. Singer Songwriter, Matt Roberts. Matt produces every single piece of music that you hear on this show and we can't thank him enough for it go check him out on all the socials at matt roberts music follow him on spotify because there you will find his brand new single perfectly blue we spoke about it last week but obviously we recorded before it was released so we hadn't heard it yet now we have and it is an absolute doozy as we say what an intro really really great song you definitely need to all go and check out perfectly blue by Matt Roberts. Send him all of your love and tell him just how bloody talented he is. Give him an ego boost. He want, He needs it. He deserves it. Give him an ego boost. And also head on over to Stay Cozy. Our friend Sean and Braden bringing you incredible, cozy, comfortable clothing like this T-shirt right here. As we told you earlier, the entire website has 30% off at the moment. Get rid of that last bit of stock before we get a brand new drop. And do you know what? They're giving you 30% off. And then when you put everything you want in the basket, add the Chronicles as a discount code and get another 10% off. Bargains galore. A bargain for you, a bargain for you, a bargain for you. Yes, Oprah. Yes. And last but not least, we say thank you to the Sophie Lancaster Foundation, stamping out prejudice, hatred and intolerance everywhere. We spread their message every single week for one simple reason, because it means the absolute world to us us people should not be treated differently because of the music they listen to because of the way they dress it's just not on being treated differently being bullied whether it be verbally or physically like the tragedy that happened to sophie so let's work with them to stop this from ever happening again go to www.sophielancasterfoundation.com click on the hate crime tab fill in the questionnaire let's get as much information as we can so we can actually get the alternative subculture classed as one of the strands of hate crimes because at the moment it isn't and it bloody well should be and of course the end of this month november 26 is make a noise where we celebrate the life of sophie and now sylvia we will be doing something something special that day details to come out about that very soon but in honor of make a noise follow the sophie lancaster foundation on all of the social media so you can join in in all their celebrations as well so yeah, do us that. And last but not least, thank you to this handsome bugger over here. Look at him. Oh, look at him. 
Thank you, Jamie. Thank you to you too. Obviously, we'll be having our Make a Noise special episode next week with Jamie's ultimate guest. <laughs> so next week is a bit of a big episode. So we will uh, we're very much looking forward to dropping that big that bad boy down. But again, for this week, thank you massively to Sam from Raised by Owls. Uh, go and check Raised by Owls out because they're just nuts and they're great and they're fucking hilarious. Hopefully, you enjoyed the interview. And uh, big thank you to Jamie. Thank you very much for doing this with me every single week. It's graciously appreciated. Oh, more than a pleasure. Another great episode in the bag, Jay. Oh, yes. I enjoyed this one. An absolute doozy. Absolutely. So let's get the fuck out of here. Uh, as for this week, we are going to see you all for a very special edition of the Chronicles of Podcast next week. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Sidecock. <laughs>